Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Content of stories is purely fiction and not intended to be used for anything but enjoyment for those who enjoy these topics and situations. If you don't agree with the themes and the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Master PC NYC Edition Part 2 by Semantics Chapter 10 At the coffee counter, the barista, Hannah, was fiddling with the pastries. She had on a summer dress that hung low on her chest revealing an ample cleavage. Her skin was pale but creamy. She didn't appear to be wearing a bra, as evidenced by her prominent nipples. She also seemed to have a little roundness to her, as if there might be a smudge extra cushion to the pushin, which Nat wasn't offended by. She was an alternative, happy-go-lucky type, looking for that ray of sunshine in the darkest of places. But they do say vegans have some of the purest-tasting pussies money can buy. Nat kind of wanted to try to break her down and put her in her place. He also wanted to maybe feed her a bag of dicks and see her happily gobble down every crumb. Her practically bald scalp was different. A bald woman in porn often implied an edgy girl with a no BS kind of approach to sex and expertise without the drama and rigor morale of your average done up porn star or the radiant innocence of a fresh newbie teen. There wasn't any reason why Hannah should fit the stereotype, but Nat decided to just go with it for now. He cleared his throat, and she turned around, attentively, with a big smile on her face as if he was her favorite regular customer. Like the rest of the women today, she was hypnotically captivated by his eyes. I'd like an Americano, please, he said sheepishly, still figuring out how he'd like to play the situation. That's one hot Americano, she said cheerily. Do you want any pastries with that? No, I'm good, Nat said. He was so perplexed. She seemed not to have witnessed that entire, vile scene that took place just moments ago, behind him. There was a kind of Truman Show thing going on here and Nat couldn't quite figure out why. He decided to test the workings of his environment once more. Maybe before, he thought, because of his special connection with Misha, he had mastered some kind of special confidence boost which gave him the ability to dominate and use Julia. From what he knew of female seduction, from reading on the pickup artist forums, it was entirely possible to convince a woman to drop her bitch shield if she felt that she was of lesser value than a man, which is not usually the case by default, but can be achieved by certain positioning tactics. But really? Julia drank his cum from a cup after it had dripped out of her own pussy. That seems like some serious seduction. At the same time, he didn't want to be a complainer, and he figured he might as well enjoy this boost of confidence, or sudden hypnotic powers, while they were still here. I noticed you're staring at my eyes before. Do you find me attractive? Hannah smiled and looked down, a little bashful. She had a semi-sparkly, blue-eye shadow on with mascara that cat-eyed a bit on the sides. She looked deeper at him and then pursed her lips flirtatiously. You do have amazing eyes. I'd say you're pretty attractive. Oh, thank you? He hesitated, 
playing with some of the packaged goods on the rack as he built up the suspense. I don't think I'm gonna pay for this coffee. Actually, I think you're gonna pay me. I am? She asked with a bemused look. No. Actually, instead, I'd like you to take off your panties over your shoes and hand them to me. Hannah blushed red. She thought about whether to do it, but it didn't take her long to decide she wanted to submit to Nat's desires. She bent down to pull them off, and as she bent over, her tits were almost fully exposed. They were wondrous white orbs, so fatty but perfectly centered on her chest as they swung clumsily back and forth, confined within her dress. Nat took a couple sips of his iced coffee as he waited and watched the titty show. Here you go, sir. Nat took them, gave them a quick sniff, and then put them to the side. Hannah waited to see what would happen next, her only garment of clothes left, a thin layer of cotton. At that point, Nat was convinced without a doubt that the entire cafe was somehow under his spell and he could do whatever he wanted. He noticed the male barista standing by the the main coffee machine, watching the scene unfold. He must have been twenty years old. What's your name? Nat asked the kid. It's Brad, he said. What can I do for you? Go over and start groping your coworker, Hannah, and talk sexy to her. Brad, a little timid, walked over to Hannah's side, put his hand out and started to rub it awkwardly against Hannah's butt. He started whispering words into her ear how she loves being a little slut all day, and how she's dying for attention and she's dying for cock. Hannah started responding saying how Brad was right. She was sex-craved and she did like to tease the guys. Brad started getting more forceful with his groping and he started to move his other hand up to play with her hanging breasts. Nat was getting aroused and decided this was a little too wide an angle for his cinematic taste. Both of you come around here to the other side of the counter, Nat said. They immediately stood up and hurried around to the front. He grabbed Hannah's arm and placed it against the counter so that she was hunched over. Brad, pull up her little dress so we can see her ass. Brad did as he was told. Now eat that ass and pussy and make her come. Nat watched astonishingly as Brad dove in, using a number of tactics with his hand on her clit and then digging his tongue into her butthole. She started to buck and Nat reached down with his hand to rub her buzz-cut head. He watched as her tits were swinging back and forth under her dress. He pressed a finger into her mouth and she began to suck and fondle it with her tongue. Brad was slobbering all over her nether regions and she started to moan loudly warning that she was about to come. He kept going, fondling her clit while pushing his thumb into her cunt. Suddenly she climaxed and her whole body started shivering, so much so that she had to crouch down to brace herself. Brad stood back at attention, waiting for his next command. Nat saw that Brad's pants were tenting out significantly, so he told him take take his dick out. Brad did so and he revealed a very impressive member. It wasn't quite as large as Nat's but it was still a great steed and his shaft and penis head were as hard as possible. Hannah, get back in that position you were in. Brad, get your cock nice and wet and then I want you to push it up deep in Hannah's asshole. Brad was excited and scared. Are you ready to have you asshole invaded, Hannah? Said Nat. She looked up into his eyes and nodded obediently. Look back at your co-worker's dick for me. He continued. She turned her head around to stare at Brad's massive cock that he was slathering up and down with the juices from her own pussy. It's pretty big, huh? 
said Nat. She nodded like a child getting taught a lesson. Skana hurt hurt your little butthole, isn't it? Asked Nat, she mumbled. It's gonna hurt a lot. Nat reached down to squeeze her left tit hard. But you're gonna take it like a good girl, right? Of course. Anything for the customer. That's my girl. He rubbed her head again and then looked at Brad and asked if he was ready. Yeah, boss, Brad said. All set. Let the games begin, said Nat as he gave Brad the nod. Brad pushed his huge cock head against Hannah's puckered asshole. Being so wet it pushed in a little right away and Hannah let out an anxious, short moan. Brad looked up nervously, never having performed anal, but also finding an unsourceable sense of experience and comfort with it. Nat nodded his head assuringly to Brad. Give it to her. She can take it. Brad began to slowly apply pressure, squeezing his rod into that tight, unforgiving cavity. But it continued to slide in. Hannah clearly found it discomforting. But when Nat asked her if she was enjoying it, she said, I want more. The pain makes me feel so good. I want to feel it deep. His shaft is so long, but I want all of it. Nat was happy with her answer and motioned to Brad to go faster. Brad pushed harder and it started to slide in faster, almost about six inches deep. Pump it in and out, please, Brad, said Hannah. Brad did as he was asked and started sliding in and out of her asshole. Hannah reached underneath to fondle her clit as he hit her in her brown star. Nat was jealous of Brad. He wanted to tear Hannah's ass up too, for he was also an anal virgin. But some part of him felt like he should save himself for Anika who had already offered, and who was sleeping in his bed. He looked up from Hannah and Brad to notice that the Mexican teenager was watching the scene, slouched in her chair. She looked unimpressed. She looked at his face for a while, very candidly and almost knowingly. She was less mesmerized by his eyes than the others, but was still highly attentive and aware. Nat walked over to her and towered over her her table as he sized her up. Are you enjoying the show, little girl? It's okay, she said, just okay? Yeah, couple of white kids that don't know how to fuck. It's okay, oh, I suppose you know better. Nat said, looking at her skeptically. Of course. I could make you come in one minute. I could fuck your brains out and have you doing my dishes later. She said, hardly batting her fake eyelashes. Okay, Lupe, I'm gonna call you Lupe, Nat said. Call me whatever you want, Poppy. You talk a big game, can you back it up? She gave it another second to look him up and down before she gave him a sarcastic air kiss and said, Lie down on the ground. Nat hesitantly did what he was told, smiling, having not been in the submissive role for some time. After he was lying on the cafe floor, Lupe stood over him and swiftly took off her jeans and t-shirt. Her skin was caramel complexion. Her legs were perfectly smooth and toned. She was short, maybe five feet two inches, but her body was picturesque. Her breasts were nicely sized and round in her pink demi-cup bra. Her pussy lips bulged out slight against the matching pink panties. She turned around with her ass facing him and straddled over his chest. She had an incredible, tight and petite ass, with the pink thong wedged between. She slowly started to pull the panties down and off her legs so that her perfect, teen pussy was in full display, hanging above him. Then, all of a sudden she quickly descended her ass downwards onto his face until she was actually sitting on him. Eat it, she said.
It was nice to be ordered around a bit, not having to tell everyone what to do. He figured, when life puts a Mexican pussy on your face, what do you do? You eat it. So he proceeded to apply his own pussy-eating skills to the insides of her thighs, her labia, her vagina, and her clitoris, not missing an opportunity to grab her spectacular ass to use as a handle. As her juices began to flow out of her hole, she also started to wiggle her pussy in different directions to specify where she wanted to be pleasured. She rammed down hard against his face several times, as well, as if she was bouncing on a yoga ball that he liked it. He loved it, actually. And being so focused, as he was, on the cunnilingus, he had lost awareness of other parts of himself, specifically the fact that his cock had become raging hard. It had found an opening down the leg of his pants and was now protruding like a concealed steel rod. The next thing he knew, Lupe was pulling his dick out of his pants and had engulfed the head with her mouth. It felt just like he had expected, a little Mexican teenage hole. He paused to enjoy the experience, and she immediately grinded her pussy down hard against his face, getting juices all over him as they to run down his cheeks. I didn't tell you you could stop. For that, I'm gonna make you come right now, just like I said. She started to pump her mouth up and down the top part of his dick, producing more saliva and venturing further down with each thrust. Once there was enough lubrication, she began taking his fuck stick down her throat, gagging ever so slightly. This is when that started to feel an uncontrollable urge to come. He knew it was in his means to suppress the orgasm, but at the same time, the forces of pleasure were so strong. At this point he had his arms wrapped around her petite waist. His face and chin were rubbing all across her perfectly shaved cunt. And his humongous cock was getting swallowed by a teenager. She wasn't a stupid, braces-wearing teenager either. She was a fully developed, experienced and apparently dominant teen, who seemed to love sex and know how to seduce a man. Nat never would have expected to be with a girl like this. He just couldn't take the pleasure anymore. I'm gonna come. He screamed as he grabbed tightly against her ass once more digging his tongue deep in her pussy hole. Okay, poppy. Come for me. She whispered sexily. She began both riding his face harder and also pumping deeper with her mouth, almost to the hilt on his cock. With three strong, deep pumps, Nat unleashed a fountain of cum up her throat. She sucked the cum down for several spurts, before it was too much to swallow and she took her mouth off still stroking him with two hands. He kept going and shot strand after strand of jizz on her face and her hair, on her tits and her bra, and on his own legs and stomach. Apparently this turned her on even more because she began to buck back and forth. Nat focused his tongue work on her clit, and she gasped and moaned. Ooh, poppy, you good with that mouth? He used her ass to pull her down to his face even more, as she continued to grasp onto his still hard dome. Ooh, poppy, you're gonna make me squirt on your fucking face. Her accent got thicker as she got more aroused. She pulled her cum-covered bra off and started kneading at her own breasts, sitting upright on top of his face. Just like that, baby. Here I come. She let out a long moan and then began to shake and gyrate. Suddenly, the floodgates opened, and her liquids were spilling out all over Nat's face and onto the floor. She screamed at the top of the lungs as the stream increased. She bent over and started kissing on his cock and rubbing it against her face. I want you to fuck me, poppy. 
she insisted. Please, Poppy, my hole is ready for you. Nat wanted to do the same, but he first felt the need to check on his other friends in the cafe. He pushed her off of his face and wiped off some of the liquid. She turned around and kneeled down to bend over and give him a deep kiss with her soft succulent lips. I told you I could make you come, nice and quick. Stay here, Nat said to her. Poppy's gonna take care of that little teenage hole in a minute. She sat down, nude, on the floor, covered in semen, watching him get up and walk away, slightly in awe, slightly pissed off. Nat stood up to take stock of his little porn laboratory as he used his t-shirt to wipe off more of Lupe's vaginal juices. The cute young baristas were still having carnal relations. Now both fully nude, Brad was on his back, his big pipe shooting upwards into Hannah's pink, raw and battered pussy. Her tits were flopping all over the place, and her little belly flub was jiggling, as well. Her buzzed head glistened with sweat as she seemed to be in a trance, like she could bounce up and down forever. Nat still hadn't had his way with her, and he wanted to, but he decided he needed to check in on his main two girls, Misha and Julia. Though he remained naked, he decided to give his cock a rest, and he let it go partially limp as he walked over to the girls. Hey, Nathaniel, said Misha. I've been teaching Julia all about how to not be a bitch when she's out in public and how to respect people, especially how to respect you. Misha had put Julia's blouse on without a bra, but Julia remained topless in just her panties. She sat on the ground by Misha's feet. She said she was bored, so I made her trim my toenails with her teeth. Then I gave her some lashings. She patted Julia on the shoulder. Go on, Jules, show Nat where I punish you. She got on all fours and turned around to show Nat her ass which was as red as a strawberry. Wow, Misha. I didn't know you had this dominant streak in you. Is it okay? Misha asked, worried. It's great, Nat said. Okay, good. I mean, I really just want to make you happy. It's been so nice to run into you again and hang out like this. I mean, I literally haven't enjoyed myself like this since before my marriage. That's really good, Misha. You're doing a good job, Nat said. He peeked at the two baristas. Brad was now standing and the shaved head of Hannah was bobbing up and down as she gave him a sloppy tit job. Nat was so horny having all this power, he wanted to just go over to Hannah and get inside her and watch her bounce on him as she juggled the needs of two extremely well-endowed men. Um, Nat. He turned around and looked back at the sweet Misha. What's up? I was thinking, what if I didn't go home right away? It's summer so my classes don't start for a couple months. We could spend some more time together. I could help you around the house. I could even be your wingman to help you find chicks. Nat thought about what she was asking. He did still have feelings for Misha, even if this was a weird setting to have realized that. But it would be nice to spend a little more time with her, regardless. At the same time, Anika was living with him now and he had kind of told Jennifer she could move in, too. It's okay, Nat. I know it's a crazy proposal, Misha said in retreat. No, let's do it, said Nat determinately. I have more than enough space for you to stay with me. Misha's eyes lit up, and she leaned in to give him a kiss. Yay. I'm excited. She continued to kiss him on the neck and cheek and run her finger through his hair. 
Nat, you make me feel so good when I'm around you, like I'm special. I want you to know you shouldn't hesitate to ask anything of me. I'm yours. Okay? Nat caressed her cheek. Okay, Misha. Now let me take care of the rest of these kids here and then we can get going home. Sounds good, said Misha. Now what should we do with this Julia girl? Nat said, stroking her softly on the face. Misha thought about it for a little. I think we need to have her suck your cock. It's still a little grimy from that little Mexican slobber, and you're come getting all over it, right? Nat was surprised. You saw all that? Of course, said Misha. Julia and I both watched all of it. I loved seeing your face so deep in her little cunt with the juices flowing everywhere. If I had a cock I would have fucked her little butthole while she grinded into your face. That little teen slut really needs to get rammed hard. Before Nat had time to ruminate on that comment, Misha took the initiative and grabbed Julia's hair, hard until she squealed. Are you ready to clean off Nat's cock for him? Chapter 11 Julia looked derelict. Her mascara was running all over her face. Her eyes were watery. Her nipples looked raw from pinching. She had scratch marks on her shoulders and sides. But Lord did she finally seem like a real person, not that social media-obsessed, vain figment of a person she was when this started. In her eyes you could tell she wasn't broken down, but rather, standing on her own two feet. Nathaniel found her quite beautiful. Misha yelled out, Don't just stare at him. Get that dick hard. She gently cupped Nat's balls and massaged them as she looked up at him hungrily. He looked over at Misha again and gave her a nod to come over and she quickly hugged against his side, pressing her beautiful black breasts against him from behind the thin blouse. They both peered down at Julia as she proceeded to give some small kisses on the base of his dick, as if she was a bird cleaning its feathers. Should I let her have the length? He asked Misha. Misha affectionately played with his neck. She's been through a lot today. Let's give her your package and see how she delivers. Nat began to release the blood into his penis, and it grew to its full ten inches. Julia quickly began to lick it like an ice cream cone, covering every inch she could. She licked all around his balls and up around his happy trail. She was like a little animal, consumed by a new snack. You know you're gonna have to take that dick down your little throat, right? Said Misha, authoritatively. It's so big, though, said Julia. Nobody cares about your opinion. Little girl, said Misha. Seeming to be quite trained at this point, Julia proceeded to engulf the dick and work it like the little whore she had become. She used all her tactics with her tongue and cheeks to bat around the head of his dick and create slimy sensations. Misha wasn't satisfied. She moved over to Julia's head, grabbed Nat's dick and pulled it out Julia's mouth. Next, she gave Julia a backhand slap to the face. Nat was stunned. Take that dick down your throat, girl, or there will be fucking hell to pay. She smiled up at Nat as she stroked his dick. It's a beautiful cock, Nat. It deserves to be treated like royalty. She then lowered the dick and teased it against Julia's mouth. Are you gonna do as I ask? Yes, said Julia. Yes, what? said Misha. Yes, ma'am. Julia corrected herself. Misha dropped the dick back into Julia's mouth giving her a push on the back of the head before returning to her station on Nat's side. 
She squeezed her thighs against his leg, rubbing her pussy against him ever so slightly. He kept his hand against her bulbous booty, cupping the cheeks and sometimes running his finger along her crack. They both watched as Julia made her way with her mouth down the shaft. At first, she didn't seem sure of herself. Do it now, screamed Misha. Julia opened up her throat and jammed her face forward as she felt several inches of Nat's dick slide down her throat, stopping her airways. Nat put his hand on the back of her head to push his dick further down her throat, and she gagged several times before he released her. He was about to go in for a second round when she came up for air with this look of total panic, dismay, and bewilderment. Girl, I don't want to hear a word from you. We're just getting started, said Misha. No, it's just that, Julia stammered. Misha was outraged. She went over to grab Julia's hair to force her down Nat's cock again. But Julia pleaded. Please, I, I don't know. Um, what is it? Said Nat. I have this sudden need to have my ass penetrated. I don't know where it's coming from, but I need it right now or I'm gonna explode. Misha looked at Nat and started laughing. Well, you might as well, Nat. Nat wanted to indulge, but he was still saving himself for Anika. He looked over at the baristas, who were now just drinking coffee as if their sex marathon hadn't happened before. Nat called over to Brad to come help them. When he arrived, Nat told Brad that Julia needed him to fuck her in the ass. He said, Sure. We're gonna double-team her, if that's okay. Said Nat Brad shrugged in compliance as he began to take his clothes off, his cock clearly already, mostly stiff. Misha, can you help get Brad nice and rock hard so that he can penetrate Julia's little hole? I can definitely do that, said Misha, with a mischievous grin. Julia, you keep slobbering my knob for a little. Julia continued to slobber and gag and suck and spit. She was clearly very excited to get as fucked. Misha walked a couple feet over to the young, 22-year-old Brad and helped him take the rest of his clothes off. She grabbed his mostly stiff, nine-inch cock with her hand and began to tug on it. Then she grabbed one of his hands and put it on her breast, urging him to squeeze. He cupped her soft black tit and massaged it as she tugged on him. Kissing him along his chest as she went, she kneeled down and smoothly and sensually took him into her mouth and down her throat without a single sound. Nat watched as she pumped back and forth, the small of her back curved in perfect posture for Filadio. He couldn't believe he hadn't fucked this piece of sugar yet, but it was all in due time. Misha turned around to tell Nat that the boy's dick was ready. Nat pulled his dick out of Julia's mouth, and he laid down on the ground and then guided her over him so that she was positioned to ride. Her pussy was already creamy from her anticipation about the anal, so he pulled her body down, and her pussy slid all the way down to the base of his shaft. It was amazing. Slimy tight, warm and his whole dick fit all the way into her, although he could feel himself poking at her cervix, which added to the enjoyment. Bounce on me, said Nat. She did as she was told, and her perky breasts bounced with her. In the near distance Misha continued to stroke on Brad's cock to keep him nice and hard. Nat was almost ready to move to phase two. He stopped her and pulled her chest forward so that her breasts were pressed against his chest. Then he started his own pumping, fast and hard so that she could hardly breathe, her grunting and gasping getting louder and louder. When he felt like he had gotten her really wet, 
He stuck his hand alongside his cock and gathered up a small puddle of juices and then proceeded to rub them around and inside Julia's asshole. Brad, come over here and get some of these juices to lubricate your dick with. The next thing Nat knew, he was feeling Brad's hand collecting the juices, right next to his dick. Nat's dick twitched inside Julia's pussy knowing they were about to do a double penetration, scene, like he had seen in porn. It was the kind of thing that was both humiliating for the woman but also a complete worshipping of the woman. Brad began to work his finger into Julia's asshole, slowly and methodically while Nat slid his dick in and out of her vagina. Brad moved to two fingers, and then three and then he got into a squat position over her and lined up his dick. Nat stopped fucking her to allow the second hole to be plugged. Julia held her breath as Brad started to work his rock-hard cock into her puckered asshole. He made an extra hard push and the head broke the outer rim. Julia moaned deeply and loudly. Brad kept pushing. Nat spread her cheeks for easier access. He could feel Brad's dick sliding on just the other side of the small tissue separating their two poles. Julia screamed out. I'm ready. Push it all the way in. Brad did as directed, slamming his body weight down and filling her entire anal cavity with his nine inches of cock meat. Julia nearly passed out. The feeling of being filled from both sides was like a fantasy come true. Nat and Brad slowly started to find a rhythm with their thrusting. Julia also rocked back and forth. Nat sucked on her nice, busted titties. Seeing an opening, Misha walked up in front of Julia, took off her panties and said, I have something you can put in that empty mouth. She gently grabbed the back of Julia's head and pressed her pelvis against Julia's face. Julia, though completely in a trance from the pummeling of her nether regions, followed Misha's cue and opened her mouth, accepting the vulva on her face. With her abnormally long tongue, she licked deep into the pink center of a dark chocolate pussy candy. Misha moaned in pleasure. Phase two was now underway. Chapter 12 Nat's view straight above him was just this, a black booty shooting behind him some swinging white titties in front of him and straight ahead, a black and white cookie of sorts, with a juicy black pussy getting lapped at by the tongue of a cum-slut hipster girl. All the while, his massive cock played a tandem role, filling just one of the girl's two precious holes, her gripping little vag, while his co-star, Brad, inserted himself in and out from her anal passage. Julia was almost whimpering now from the mix of pleasure and pain. Brad and Nat had begun to pick up the pace, slamming into her harder and harder, with alternating thrusts. Misha was persistent at applying her pussy to Julia's face. Even when Julia would get distracted by a particularly deep stroke of the men's cocks, Misha would pull Julia's head back up and force her to dive back into the muff. Knowing a little bit about pressure points and reflexology, Misha would use her fingers to either coax Julia into submission or to stimulate other parts of her body. Basically, Julia was in a whirlwind of physical sensation, and her body was getting battered and stretched in all different ways. She started to get entranced in her role as a fuck slut. Fuck me like I'm your little teenage whore girlfriend. Nat and Brad continued to slam her orifices. Fill my hole up with your seed, she begged. The boys made eye contact and agreed that that was an acceptable request. They began doing long strokes and hitting hard against the back of her pussy and ass, so that with each stroke Julia would lose her breath and grimace. 
Misha had turned around so that her ass was now in Julia's face, and Julia was being made to rim Misha's asshole. This turned Nadon entirely and his cock, for the fourth or fifth time today, felt like it was ready to explode. It didn't help that Brad's cock sliding in and out of her but was creating all these extra vibrations and cross-moving frictions that he yelled out. I'm gonna bust. As he continued to pump her, Brad said, Me too, and started to yell a throaty, guttural yell as he released his sperm into Julia's ass. Nat took one more long, deep thrust and then shot buckets of white cream into her pussy. They continued to shoot their sperm as it seeped out past their shafts onto Julia's legs and Nat's legs and the floor. But they both kept fucking her, just as hard as before, now with what the extra creamy lubricant added into the mix. Julia couldn't take the juicy, slithering sensation of the two men's dicks as they pumped against her cum-filled ass and pussy. She yelled out, You're gonna make me come now! and started to convulse. The boys stopped pumping and let her steep on their cocks as her legs shook and she moaned in a low, husky tone. Nat squeezed on her breasts and ran his hands up Misha's legs, sensually. Misha looked at him lovingly and lowered her hand down to stroke his cheek. As Julia's orgasm died down, Nat decided he wanted to give her one more. Present. So he removed his member from her worn hole and tapped Brad to do the same. They both stood up. Then Nat called over to the little Mexican girl, who was still in the nude. She was pretending to listen to something on her phone, but she was really waiting for him to come back and fuck her. Lupe, get over here. We need your services. She got up slowly but obediently and headed over to the scene of the recent threesome. Get on your knees, both of you, he said to Julia and Lupe. Lupe, you're gonna help me and my friend Brad, here, finish, one more time, on this whore's face. Is that cool? He said it in a way that was both sweet but authoritative, like she knew the only possible answer. Yes, sure, said Lupe. Whatever. Brad, you take little Lupe here, I'll take Julia and then dash. Misha interjected. Don't forget about me. Nat nodded apologetically. I'll take Julia and Misha. And then when we're both ready, shoot your wad on Julia and we'll make her walk home, covered in filth. He chuckled and Brad smiled giving him a subtle bronade. He patted Julia on the top of her sweaty head. And then you can have your phone back, okay, sweetheart? Once again, Julia was turned on by the condescending tone. It was like she was being talked down to by her high school principal and yet it felt good, or something. Well, she felt ashamed actually but the shame felt good. It was all a weird dream. she never had this much sex or been cummed in or on this much. It was running down her legs on either side, and it was still sloshing around inside her. Her sexual parts felt damaged almost, like they weren't the innocent private parts she once knew. And yet, she couldn't wait for Nat's new plan, his parting gift, to take place. She even started rubbing her pussy as she thought of it happening soon. She looked at the two massive rods, completely erect pointing in her direction. Did she really just have those both inside of her? How was that possible? Nat, seeing Julia start masturbating gave him the cue to get things going. He nodded to Brad who stepped up towards Lupe. She grabbed his dick tenderly but with a serious determination, like that of a professional caretaker. Misha got down on her knees, right next to Julia and she also started playing with herself as she looked up at Nat lovingly. Nat stepped forward, 
his peach-like cock head leading the way as it eventually made its way right between the two girls' heads. Like little minnows nibbling on your feet in a lake, the girls began to caress his body and give little kisses on his legs and his balls. They slurped up leftover puddles of cum from before and rubbed their cheeks and foreheads affectionately against the underside of his penis. Then they started pursing their lips on each side of his shaft like they were drinking from a water fountain, but they moved side to side up the length of the shaft, kissing and tonguing at the head, and then meeting each other's lips to exchange in their own kiss. Nat watched adoringly as he played with each of their hair, his cock being worshipped like it had never been before. He peered over at Lupe and Brad. She was a little less romantic about it, already having taken the head of his cock into her juicy, Latin lips. She used her tongue, lashing it about, while with one hand she glided up and down his shaft, at a medium pace. The other hand she used to fondle his balls. Nat was quite turned out just to look at her petite body and think about splitting it open while she called him. Poppy! Returning to his own menage a trois, Julia had now taken the reins and began gliding Nat's shaft into her mouth. She was careful not to gag on it because she didn't want to trigger another anal emergency but she gave him a good amount to work with, and she looked up at him frequently with lust-filled eyes. Either she wanted to be splashed with more cum, or she really wanted her phone back. Nat couldn't tell. But either way, she was acting like a true whore of whores. Misha had ducked down to work on Nat's balls. She was gingerly sucking on them, then licking them, then trying to fit the whole sack in her mouth. She reached around with her hand to massage his asshole, while she looked up him coyly, like a kitten wanting to play. Julia? Misha said cautiously. Julia looked over at Misha. Can you suck on my titties for a little? Julia, quick to want to please her new mistress-slash-lover, took her mouth off of Nat's dick as Misha sat up on her knees. Julia began kissing down Misha's neck, making her way to her sizable breasts. She picked one up and kissed and licked on the nipple then did the same with Misha's other breast alternating back and forth, picking up intensity as she went. Misha kissed Nat's rod and then looked up at him with a serious expression. I want you to fuck my face so that you can get ready to blast your sperm on this white girl. She then looked over at the other couple and waved them over. Guys, come get closer. Lupe and Brad moved over so they were basically side by side and Misha continued, smiling at Nat as she spoke. Lupe, Let's take them all the way down our throats at the same time and let them fuck our faces so that they can blow their wads on this dumb cum slut over here. Julia giggled at the thought that she was a cum slut, but it also made her excited. She sat on her knees, her body glistening with sweat and sex juices. Nat and Misha paired up to the left of her and Lupe and Brad, to the right. Julia looked at the large pieces of organic machinery that were about to unload their prized liquid onto her. Somehow, even though they had just both shot their loads into her sex holes, their cocks were both fully erect and ready to dispense another double shot. The funny thing was, she was just as turned on by the other two naked chicks that flanked her as she was by these monstrous cocks. And she felt like she was about to see the latest summer blockbuster as she anticipated the sword-swallowing presentation that was about to go down. Her cell phone could not matter less. She wanted to stay in this weird time-warped cafe where nothing else mattered and where she was the neighborhood slut that everyone used and slapped around. She felt such purpose, such drive. She had so little value before. 
Nat gave her a whole new vocation, it seemed, and the least she could do was be a good receptacle for his sexual runoff. That was the least she could do. Chapter 13 Brad and Nat both approached the girls and inserted their cocks at about the same time. The girls were no frills, milking the cocks with their hands as they pushed their faces in and out. They both applied the same general tactic, pulling saliva produced from the back of their mouth down the shafts of the boy's cock using their hands. Lupe's hands were smaller so she had further to travel, but she squeezed tighter on it, like she didn't want to lose her favorite teddy. Misha used two hands instead of one but she had more muscles so she stroked with a powerful gait. Brad and Nat gazed lustfully at the other's girl and then back to their own, in awe of the sexual experience and determination on display. Then, the girls took the huge, wet, glistening dicks down their throats, pushing their own limits in order to please the men. Misha's dark red lips sliding up and down Nat's shaft were like a wet dream. Lupe's sunken cheeks looks incredible as she sucked hard at Brad's member. Nat grabbed the back of Misha's head and started ramming his hard cock further down her throat. Brad followed suit on Lupe. She looked up at Brad with a playful resistance, as if she wasn't phased by his efforts. Brad became more aggressive with the face-fucking, treating her mouth just like a pussy, pumping faster the closer he got to orgasm. His balls smacked her against the bottom of her chin with each thrust. Lupe reached around to Brad's ass to pull herself into his pelvis. The two guys were both nearing orgasm, once again. Misha yelled over to Julia. Get ready! They're not gonna be able to hold it much longer! Lupe pulled her mouth off and started stroking his cock furiously with the saliva acting as a slimy loop. Misha stayed on Nat's dick, pumping even faster. Nat moaned louder and louder as the sensations built up. Brad, you ready, bro? said Nat. Yeah, dog, let's spray this bitch, said Brad. Nat took two more hard pumps into Misha's throat and then pulled out, scurrying over to Julia. He aimed at her face and the cum started shooting out in long, thick strands. It hit her in the eye and mouth which made her stick out her tongue. Julia continued to finger herself vigorously. She bathed in the cum like it was a hot shower after a hard day's work. Brad couldn't take Lupe's handjob anymore and batted her off to unload his semen on Julia. He sprayed Julia hard in her other eye as he continued gliding his hand up and down his long shaft, milking it like an industrial-sized toothpaste. Nat and Brad held nothing back. They shot on her face until it was just a thick, dripping layer, like a mask. Then they lowered their aim to her breasts and stomach. She began rubbing it around her body and picking up scoops with her fingers and eating it. Nat looked at Misha and Lupe who seemed jealous of Julia's little bath. Okay Lupe, said Nat. Go started cleaning her off. Lupe walked over to Julia and started licking cum off her breasts. Her ass was in the air with her wet pussy exposed as she licked on the fresh cum and Nat couldn't resist. He swooped down and surprised the little teenager by jamming his putt up her coochie. She shrieked but then sat back on it, and he fucked her in and out from behind, grabbing her arms to use as leverage. Misha, ordered Nat. Make Julia lean back and go sit on her face. Misha excitedly followed his command. Now Brad. He pushed him on the back. Go mount Misha from behind into her butthole and give her a good stuffing as Julia eats out Misha's vagina. As the plan unfolded, 
Misha and Nat were pitted face to face as he fucked Lupe and Misha received Brad. They locked eyes and shared a passionate kiss. They still had yet to make love in this whole orgy, but it was almost appropriate, seeing how their connection was much older and more special. Misha was like his assistant director in this whole operation, taking care of logistics, keeping the actors in line, giving him positive encouragement, and if there was nothing else to do, just looking pretty. He definitely felt feelings of love for her after this whole affair and he looked forward to taking her home. Only a couple more subjects to deal with, he thought. His dick was getting pretty worn out. Chapter 14 Misha's stimulation was so intense having Julia's strongly honed tongue exploring her pussy while Brad eased his large penis into her anus, that she actually began to drool. Nat watched her fondly. She was on all fours with a slight upward incline so that her DD breasts hung down and swung forward and back as Brad shook her from the rear. Nat tore up Lupe from the other side. Knowing she was a little, saucy teenager made him have more aggression, like he wanted to corrupt her innocence and send her, crying, back to her parents. She took it like a pro and maintained focus on the task she was commanded to do, eating come off Julia. After she licked up the goopy mess from Julia's tits and belly, which made Julia go crazy, given her extra-sensitive breasts, Lupe moved down to Julia's cunt to extract more of the men's seed from inside her, although it was getting diluted at this point by more of Julia's female liquids. Lupe's tight, wet pussy was pretty tantalizing for Nat, and he was feeling eager to let loose again. He whispered to Misha, Hey, Misha, can you come for me like that? Misha responded, Yes, baby. Will you come too? You bet, said Nat. He grabbed around to Lupe's compact tits and used them to pull her back on his huge dick so that her ass smacked hard against his pelvic bone. His dick went so far up inside her, she grunted deeply on each thrust. Yes, Poppy. Give me the whole thing, Poppy! It felt smooth and slippery but her cunt was so tight that it took extra force to get all the way up in her. Nat watched Misha as she focused on her own orgasm. She'd look up at him every couple seconds with an expression of pure euphoria, as if she was eating the most delicious dessert in the world. Nat watched her tits swinging and he thought about Brad's dick stretching her gorgeous black ass from behind. Oh my god! stammered Misha. It's so good, it hurts so good. She let her weight down on Julia's face and bent forward so that her tits pressed against Julia's belly. Now, Nat could see the whole view of Brad's white cock slipping in and out of Misha's asshole. I'm about to come, cried Misha. Nat prepared himself to bust, as well. Misha grabbed Lupe's face and pulled her in for a long kiss, tasting Julia's pussy juices mixed with Brad and Nat's come from before. Fuck us harder, yelled Misha. Brad and Nat picked up the pace. Brad, as soon as I come, I want you to let your load shoot up inside my ass said Misha. I want you to come enough that it dribbles out of my ass on to this white cum slut whose face I'm sitting on right now. You understand? Brad grunted in affirmation. Nat, I want you to shoot your load onto my face by way of Lupe's back and hair. I want her to get messy but not before your first strands of cum fly through the air onto my face and tits. Is that understood? Nat nodded, smiling knowing he could shoot his load as hard and for as long as he wanted. Misha began pounded her ass back against Brad, 
riling him up. She began playing roughhouse with Lupe too, smashing her open hand against Lupe's face, pulling her hair, calling her a yum, dumb slut. Lick my fucking nipples, you little dumb slut. And she pulled her in so that her soft tit of flesh smacked against Lupe's petite face. Nat was totally into the scene and he started rapidly pumping into Lupe's cunt. Misha started wailing from the pleasure and closed her eyes as she squeezed Lupe's head against her chest. I'm coming! She screamed as she bounced her pelvis hard against Julia's face. Lupe felt her orgasm coming on as well, having seen the incredible passion coming out of Misha's quivering body. As Lupe came, her pussy clenched up even more and that was enough to set Nat off. I'm coming too! Screamed Nat as he pulled out his large member and started firing high in the air, above Lupe's head. It landed in Misha's hair first, and then, on the next spurt, Misha moved her face up to feel the wetness splash across her nose and mouth. Nat lowered his dick and the cum landed on Misha's tits and then on Lupe's hair and her back. Brad followed suit, pushing out a huge load into Misha's ass which then started seeping out of her. Julia lapped up every drop as it fell on her face. Misha collapsed onto Julia and Lupe fell on them, as well as they rolled around in each other's fluids, tits against tits, tongues against tongues. Nat felt like he had truly fulfilled a lifelong dream. He wanted to go home, shower and have a drink and think about what happened, and why. But he had one more thing to do, and that was to take care of the Viking. He let his dick get soft, got dressed again but didn't put on his shoes this time, and then he took a seat as he figured out a plan. Chapter 15 The Viking blonde girl, Alice, seemed completely oblivious to the massive fuckfest that had just finished in a firework display of semen, only thirty feet away from her. She also seemed completely unaware of how gigantic her tits had become. Nat did not remember them being that huge when he walked in. She typed away on a laptop computer, the glow of the screen shining against her nicely tanned skin, her golden, braided locks and her icy blue eyes. Her gigantic orbs were kind of blocked by the screen which Nat didn't like at all. At the counter, the barista, Hannah, was still pretending to be serving coffee. She had put her dress back on, but her makeup looked disheveled. Nat called her to his table, and she came over immediately. Can you go ask that young woman over there to shut her laptop screen and then come over to talk to me? Anything you wish, sir, she said with a cheery smile. Nat easily could have had her slide down on his cock, keeping her dress on, and he could watch those milky tits shake around as he destroyed her cunt. But he had much bigger fish to fry Hannah went over to Alice's table and within a matter of minutes, Alice was making her way towards Nathaniel. She looked a little awkward, not knowing exactly why she was moving across the room towards a stranger, but doing it nonetheless. When she got there she smiled half-heartedly and said, Did you need something? As usual, like the other girls, she had trouble not staring into Nat's eyes, but she remained skeptical. Hello, I'm Nathaniel. I noticed you working over there at your table and I thought you should maybe have some company. It's the weekend and you should be enjoying life, not getting hypnotized by a computer. Little did Nathaniel know the irony of that statement. Alice chuckled a little bit but then looked at the floor. I don't really see why that's any of your business, but okay. Nat couldn't stop ogling her breasts which were jetting out like gigantic cannonballs inside her top. He snapped himself out of it and then made his move. 
Anyway, I'm gonna head to the bathroom in a couple minutes and I want you to follow me in there. We might just talk, we might play a game, I'm not sure. But I strongly suggest you take the risk to find out. Alice looked stunned. How could a stranger have the audacity to say something like that? But more importantly, why wasn't she offended in the least? Rather, it was kind of exciting and she felt a rush of heat in her body. I'm gonna go sit down, she said. Nat watched her walk away, a little extra swagger in her step. He waited for a little bit to play up the mood. The three girls from before had begun to put on their clothes slowly. They all seemed quite exhausted, and rightfully so. Misha caught his eye and then moved towards him to see if he needed anything. I'm gonna go to the bathroom to wash up. I don't think I'll be too long. Wait for me and then we'll head back to my place, okay? Give her hell, Misha said with a wink. Nat chuckled. I'll try. Then he remembered something that was in his pocket. Oh, and here. He handed her Julia's cell phone. I think she earned this back. He laughed. Misha laughed too. Tell her, once a cum slut, always a cum slut. Never forget that, or something wise and intimidating like that. Misha patted his forehead, knowing he was tired. I'll think of something that makes her remember what happened here. And please don't be too long. I want to take you home and take care of you. It's been a long day. She leaned down to give him a kiss on the cheek and then walked away towards the other girls. Nat made his way to the bathroom, winking at Alice on the way. She was still conflicted and turned away, blushing. He was probably one of the most handsome and the most arrogant men she had ever met. Nat killed time in the bathroom by running some water on his face and neck. But it was only a matter of a couple minutes before he heard a light knock on the door which only could have been her. He opened it up to find the tall, blonde and buxom Alice looking very serious. He quickly had the idea to hold off on his advance. It never hurts to create a little ambience. Oh hey, wow, didn't expect you to actually come in here. He tried to act as surprised as possible. I was just joking when I told you to meet me here. Being a slightly clueless foreigner, she recoiled, about to be humiliated, but Nat gave her a way out. Oh wait. Or did you just want to use the toilet? She took the hand out. Yes, that's why I'm here. Of course. She exclaimed, shaking her head in hesitant reproach. Okay, said Nat. Well, I'm not sure if it's functioning properly. Why don't you take a look? He directed her over to the toilet, closing the door behind her. He then went take the back cover of the water basin. Take a look in here. I'm not sure if it's something with the chain, or what. Although Alice didn't think of herself as very handy, she did what she was told. Nat watched as she bent over, sticking her ass up in the air. She was wearing a brown leather skirt, about normal length not too conservative. Not too revealing but it rode up her legs as she bent over and he could see her shapely thighs. They were toned but sizable. Her tits hung like sacks of rice in front of her but Nat couldn't see them all too well. With little announcement, Nat reached in between her legs to the front of her crotch, grazing against her sensitive area, ever so slightly, as he hooked onto her underwear and pulled them slowly down her legs. She propped herself up and turned around to look at him with an angry face. What are you doing? She said with a scoff, though she maintained a transfixed gaze on his eyes. I'm taking advantage of you in this bathroom, Nat said confidently, 
now having used and abused several women before Alice. You're here for that. That's why you came in the bathroom. And I'm here to give you what you're looking for. She was without words as she turned around to face him. What makes you think that's what I want? I don't even know you. I just know, he said. Plus, I felt that you're already wet when I touched you just now. Alice blushed. She didn't like a man feeling that superior over her. She was always taught to be a strong woman. But Nat had a way about him, and for some reason, she just felt the need to comply with his logic and his directions. She ran her fingers through her soft, blonde hair. I guess if you say so. I don't have a lot of time. Neither do I. Now, enough with the shy act. Let's see that Viking in you. Go sit on the sink table. I'm gonna ravish you. Alice walked staggered over to the bathroom sink counter and leaned her ass against it facing Nat. She dropped her leather skirt, revealing her bare, hairless vagina. She then pulled off her top and her monstrous boobs came tumbling down. Her light blue, lace DD brow was far too small for her enlarged size and her tit of flesh bubbled out in all directions. Wow! You need to find a new bra salesman, said Nat, jokingly, knowing nothing of his previous alterations he made using the program. Why don't you take that bra off, too? Alice unclasped it in the back and let the straps fall off her shoulders. As she dropped the cups off she moved her hands to her nipples to rub them lightly. Do you have any lotion in your bag? Nat asked. She nodded and went into her purse to take out some lavender body cream. Rub a copious amount on your breasts and lube them up for me. She did as he said, and Nat dropped his pants, took out his penis, and started stroking it. As I get hard watching you massage those massive, ridiculous bombs, I want you to slowly and sexily move your hands down to your snatch and start getting yourself off. She squirted four large squirts of the moisturizer onto her huge breasticles and then started to rub it slowly into her skin. You could tell she was still uneasy about the whole situation, and yet she couldn't resist Nathaniel, and she was clearly getting more turned on with each passing moment. She strained slightly just to lift the breasts and rub the cream underneath. At least she was thorough, and she spent an extra moment to rub each of her nipples until they were perky and hard. But after a while, both her breasts were fully glistening and greasy. At his point she finally worked up the courage to look up at Nat to show him she was all finished with his first direction. Nat nodded at her seductively, and she took that as a cue to begin gliding her hands down her stomach towards her crotch. When she reached her pussy, she parted her larger-than-average pussy lips and revealed, to Nat, her pink center. She took her cream-lathered fingers and immediately pushed two finger into her vagina, looking at him invitingly as she did it. She also licked her lips as she stared at his gigantic member that he was stroking. After two or three pumps inside her pussy with her fingers, she retracted her hand and started rubbing her clit at a medium pace. Make yourself come right now while I watch you, instructed Nat. She began rubbing herself faster, in an irregular motion, and closed her eyes as she leaned back against the faucet. Nat egged her on. Yeah, you fucking huge titter bitch. Rub yourself because I told you to, you fucking viking hoe. Get your cunt wet for daddy's cock. He moved forward and reached his hand out to squeeze on her luscious breasts. She responded with a loud moan. Yes. Please rub on my huge breasts. Nat stroked on her hair as he bent over to suck on her large nipple. Oh my god! 
It's too good. You're gonna make me come. She started rubbing furiously on her clit while Nat used both hands to pinch and pull on her nipples and shake them. Oh my god! I'm coming! She yelled and Nat watched as the female ooze exited her hole. Within seconds of opening her eyes post-orgasm, she reached out her shiny wet hand and grabbed Nat's cock. She looked in his eyes and started stroking it as she pulled him towards her opening. Nat thought, they all come around eventually, and helped her out with the task pushing forward against the opening of her pussy. With her pussy being so wet and larger than average, Nat's cock slid right inside, and he didn't stop there. He pushed all the way in and, for the first time today, he was able to touch the base of his cock against her pussy lips without feeling the back of her cervix on his tip. This excited him, and he began long, hard thrusts. Alice showed him how much she loved it by seductively sucking on her own nipples, squeezing her breasts together so they would bulge up. She grabbed on his pecs, squeezing her legs around his back and contracting her vaginal muscles to give him extra pleasure. Suddenly Alice used her legs to stop him from thrusting. Wait, 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 she said. Why, I'm not done yet, said Nat impatiently. Can I give you tit a sex? She asked as she juggled her large breasts. Nat's frown was quickly turned upside down, and he giggled at her foreign terminology. Stepping back. Nat helped Alice off the sink and she quickly dropped to the ground, her knees resting on the dirty, public bathroom floor. She grabbed the lotion off the counter and squirted a healthy amount all over her breasts and began to rub it around as she looked up at him, smiling. She started by putting the tip in her mouth. She sucked it hard, then pulled her mouth off with a pop, looking up at him playfully. She did that several more times, then pushed her mouth further down the shaft making a wet slobbery sound as she moved up and down. She then pulled her mouth off once again, grabbed the cock with her hand and went down to suck on each of his balls forcefully as she continued to rub his dick up and down. Nat's rock hard dick was almost aching from all the sex today, but he was so turned on he didn't care. He'd just never seen such large breasts before, except in porn, and he never had expected he'd get this close to a pair. He stroked her silky blonde hair as she continued to fellate him. When Alice was done with his balls she pulled away again and shook her head. I think you have a wonderful cock, she said looking up at him. I'm gonna give it a nice massage with my melons, okay? Nat nodded. She smiled and took a tit in each hand, gently wrapping them around his shaft. The oily tit flesh felt good, but what made his extra special was seeing his massive rod get buried inside her bosom except for the large cock head sticking through, at the top. Alice's face was serious and focused. She carefully secured the tightest possible grip around his dick to keep it from slipping out, and then she looked up at him one more time. Is okay if I begin? Vigorously, Alice pumped up and down, her breasts against his rod. Nat chewed at his gum from the pleasure. He looked in the mirror at the back of the blonde head that was titter-fucking his dick with his slightly chiseled abs and basically the same face he had looked in every other mirror since he could last remember. What he felt was something beyond the friction of her breasts, or the slipperiness, or the noises, or the physical weight and warmth of having his penis enveloped by two giant, greasy balloons. He reveled in the spiritual though perhaps that was an ironic use of the word connection going on. Her devotion to using those sexual weapons to bring him pleasure was unreal. It was humbling, startling and a little saddening, 
for some reason doubt if pure pleasure and the obtainment of one's desires was so possible as demonstrated by today why had he wasted the rest of his earlier life doing hardly anything fun, being other people's subordinate, not speaking up for himself, or, in general, just taking risks. It was as if, in this simple, undulating motion Alice was performing, she had somehow taken on his sadness for him. His pleasure, his lust, his aggression— his long-lost innocence somehow she'd made all that much more bearable, more justified, more raw, more real. And ultimately, the final product was a new brand of eroticism one where his new detachment unleashed a new level of intimacy. His newfound confidence and sense of sexual adequacy, if not superiority, allowed him to be a little less self-centered. As far as Nat was concerned, these women legitimately loved his cock, his cum, his eyes, and taking his directions. Who was he to not step up to the plate when his number was called? Alice could tell Nat was distracted and she grabbed hold of his shaft with both hands, squeezing it tightly. She wrung her hands up the length of him. Are you ready to give me you milk? She asked. It was cute the way she called it. Milk. Dot. Actually, I'm gonna give it to you inside your little fuckhole, said Nat. Oh, she said, just as happy with that new option. She was so horny, she couldn't really stand a second of downtime. She just had never had such a large dick in front of her like this. It was kind of a woman's dream. And her tits were so much larger seeming than usual, so it just seemed like their two sex organs were meant to spend some time together. Just thinking through the strangeness and sexiness of this whole experience made her pussy drip with female cum. Turn around and lean on the counter and spread your ass cheeks wide. She turned and pushed her fat ass up in the air. Her gigantic tits flapped onto the counter, one of them partly falling into the sink. She put her hands behind her and grabbed her ass cheeks, spreading them to reveal her sopping wet pussy crack. Nat wasted no time pushing into her from behind. She gasped as it struck her immediately against her G-spot. He watched her expression in the mirror as he pulled back and then fired again, her tits jiggling from the blow against her ass. She tried to utter words, but couldn't. Nat grabbed her arms and pulled them towards him, forcing her to arch her back which lifted her giant orbs into the AIR.I in this position. He found his peak rhythm, pounding her furiously as he watched her come to orgasm. She cried out as she came but he continued to pound her. She grabbed her tits and squeezed her nipples as she lovingly leaned her neck back closer to his chin. She grabbed his hands put them under her hands helping him rub and squeeze her nipples. He continued to slam his cock in her unlike any man had slammed her before. When she seemed to be reaching her second orgasm, Nat charged up his dick and then unloaded a large sperm shot inside of her. As she felt the warm sauce hitting close to her womb, this provoked her to come again, and they both gyrated together in total bliss. As he began to ease up on the thrusting, he looked at her tits in the mirror and got one more thought. Nat grabbed Alice's shoulder and shoved her back on the ground, which she did not not resist, in the least. Her head rested against the bottom of the sink counter. Her bare ass lay directly on the dirty floor, and she continued to rub on her sopping wet pussy. It felt amazing to her to be treating like a sex slave, pushed around and used for whatever her master desired. She worshipped his cock and would let him do endless more nasty things to her, if he wanted dot Nat's cock was still hard and he began stroking on it. With her hand, Alice grazed up his calf and thigh, ever so lightly. 
Nat pumped himself with his hand as he aimed at the almost too sexy, gigantic targets in front of him. He thought about the past couple days, all of his sexual exploits from Anika, to Jennifer, to Misha and the rest of the cafe girls. And now, Alice was, once again, waiting for his baby juice. Her mouth watered for it. Her pussy pulsed for it. Her skin was flushed, her eyelashes batting and she couldn't hold back the tiniest smile. Using her upper arms to squeeze together her breasts, she took her hands and bobbled each tit like a jiggly watermelon. Do you have some more semen for me? Nat continued to stroke. Do you like to spray me with your milk? He stoked harder. I need your cream so much, mister. Give me your delicious cream. I want it now. Nat went into turbo mode, edging himself into another, giant orgasm. He then let it all go, ejaculating his thick spunk all over her tits. He covered her in gooey goodness, her nipples becoming ridges off which a waterfall of cum would launch, falling down her belly and her legs and her pussy, which was still dripping white ooze from his previous load, dot as the torrent subsided. Alice grabbed some of his milk and brought it to her mouth to taste it, and then brought her hands back down to her tits to play in the puddles. Nat pushed himself towards her mouth, indicating for her to clean him off. She did so, happily, then Nat quickly got dressed and told Alice he needed to leave. You get cleaned up on your own, he told her, authoritatively. That was swell. He had second thoughts about that line. Alice was remorseful to see him go, but jubilant nonetheless. She blew him a kiss and he walked out. Chapter 16 As Nat left the bathroom, he took stock of the cafe. Though no new customers had entered, Julia and Lupe had left. The baristas were playing shopkeep as if nothing had happened earlier. The mess of cum that had been on the floor had apparently been cleaned up. And Misha sat alone at a table, reading. He approached her. How was everything? She said with a smirk. It went swimmingly. What happened to our little cum slut, Julia? She seemed tired so I sent her home, said Misha. She definitely seemed like she had earned her right to call it a day. I guess that's true, said Nat. I'm pretty wiped myself. And hungry, you feel like eating something? Yeah, I would, said Misha. But I really need to shower before we do anything. Yeah, me too, said Nat. Well, let's go back to my place. It's not too far from here. We can get cleaned up and then think about what to eat. Sounds lovely, Misha said fawningly. They gathered their things and made their way out of what some might consider a sexual crime scene, given the degree of exploitation, aggressive domination, and perhaps attempted strangulation due to suffocation from cum. But Misha and Nat both parted the space with fondness. As Nat walked out, he gave one final note to the baristas. It was a lovely visit to your cafe. Please remember me as one of your favorite customers, one that deserves a free cup on the regular, and perhaps a little something more if the mood is right. He put a $20 bill in their tip jar and walked out with Misha on his ARM. As they took the five or six block walk back to Nat's apartment, Nat slowly slipped out of the naivety spell that he had put himself in prior and he started to remember the program and how it had been the main actor in this crazy sexcapade he just experienced but it didn't trouble him or make his feelings of gratification pride and love any weaker that precaution had been built into his commands earlier that day
It did slowly unfetter his mind to recommence plans, strategies, and foresights that revolved around the program. Being the more sexually fulfilled and cum-drained man that he now was, he felt a very relaxed headspace and he was eager to spend the rest of the evening with Misha and definitely to get food in his belly, and maybe some booze as well. At that moment, Misha yelled out in shock. Oh my god, she said incredulously as she scrolled through an article on her phone. What? said Nat, wondering what she could possibly be looking at. It says here that Donald Trump exposed himself in public today, exclaimed Misha as she continued reading. He's been arrested and they're taking immediate impeachment actions. Nat was reminded of his earlier non-sexual session he had with the program. What? He joined in. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it says he appears to have one of the smallest penises on human record. They both laughed giddily. Nat was both amused and amazed by his large-scale power. Misha's account also led him to remember his duties he had bestowed upon Anika and how she would probably be waiting for him at the house, right now. Moreover, she would definitely not be expecting him to be with another girl, especially one as cute as Misha. He pulled up his phone and went his favorites column to pull up Anika's profile. In the command field he typed in, You will openly invite other women from Nat's life into your life. He then pulled up Misha's profile and wrote, you will find Anika quite attractive and you will think of her as a possible lover to share Nat with. Then he hurried Misha home. Chapter 17 When Nat opened the door to his apartment, he immediately smelled the delicious aroma of pot roast or something of the like. It reminded him of his grandmother's house when she would cook brisket for the Jewish holidays. Anika was in the kitchen wearing a short apron that went down only to the middle of her thighs. Underneath, it appeared she had on a skimpy, satin top that was sky-blue in color. She was wearing a pair of very short jean cutoffs with a little bit off her ass hanging out below. She turned around when the door opened to reveal the very low-cut apron and the lovely cleavage underneath. I didn't know you had a girlfriend here, said Misha quietly. Yeah, I forgot to tell you she's living with me right now while she's working on this special project of mine but she's not exactly my girlfriend, said Nat, confidently sidestepping the issue. She's really pretty, exclaimed Misha, with a hint of jealousy but also a little hurrah, as well. Anika put down her spatula and walked over to Nat. She leaned in and gave him a kiss on the cheek and then looked over at Misha and back to Nat. Nat jumped in. Anika, this is Misha. She's a friend from high school and I ran into her randomly at the cafe today. We've been catching up. Anika put her hand out for a shake and then pulled Misha in for a kiss on the cheek as well. It's a pleasure to meet you, Anika said softly. Misha was surprised and flattered by the kiss, not used to the European custom. No, the pleasure is mine. And it was a pleasure for Misha as she was finding Anika increasingly more attractive, and she liked her scent and the sound of her voice, as well. Nat continued speaking to Anika. I thought Misha could maybe join us this evening. Sorry I'm getting back so late. Oh, do I have to make extra large portion for an American girl? I know how they like to eat a lot. She joked, a bit nervously. I kidding. That's fine. Yeah, I didn't want you to be too hungry so I just decided to cook instead of us going out. I'm making goulash. Is that okay with you guys? 
Anika asked curly but humbly. Misha and Nat both nodded. Misha was gonna jump in the shower. Let's eat in like half an hour, said Nat. That's okay for me, said Anika. By the way, I need to talk to you about some business things, quickly, in private. Okay, I understand, he said with a serious tone. Then he pointed down the hall. Misha, there's the bathroom. There's clean towels in there, and you can change into some of Anika's clothes, which you should be able to find in the master bedroom, second door on the right. He looked at Anika, tentatively, to confirm. Yeah, said Anika. You're welcome to anything you find. You're not gonna shower? said Misha to Nat, having hoped he would join. Take your time. I'll be in in a bit, said Nat. Misha got excited again and walked off towards the bathroom. Anika raised her eyebrows to Nat, smirking. Nat gave her a nod. And that was that. She leaned in to give him a real kiss on the mouth and they French kissed for a while. He grabbed her but that was barely covered by her shorts, and then she pulled off. Wow, you smell like all kinds of sex, she said, snickering. Nat laughed. It's been quite an afternoon. Well, we do need to talk for a minute. Do you want a glass of wine? That would be great, he said as he made his way over to the couch. Anika brought him a glass and clinked his with her own glass as they shared a deep gaze. First of all, began Anika, I'm very grateful that you asked me to move in with you. I'm eager to spend more time with you. I didn't realize before, but I was getting quite lonely without my husband, well, I should say ex-husband, out of the picture. Nat knew that this was part of his programming, but he acted surprised nonetheless. Wow, that's crazy. Are you okay? Yeah, continued Anika. I wanted to be done with it. It was a little tricky to reach him in Syria, but I was pretty convincing on the phone. She hesitated with a little eye roll. I might have blackmailed him a bit. Nat laughed. But I faxed a couple documents, and now that's over. And now we can focus on us, and our mission. Nat hadn't remembered telling her to think of her duties in such terms, but he did like the ring of their mission. So do you want me to tell you a little bit of what I got done today? She asked eagerly. Yeah, let's hear it, said Nat, as he reclined back onto the sofa cushion. So, yeah, I had a great day today. Moved my stuff into your room, cleaned up the house some, grabbed some groceries for the house, then I got to work on our mission which is what I'm calling it. I hope that's okay, of course. No, I like it, he said. So, I did some research on some of the commands you already started. Nat held his breath hoping she hadn't found her own profile's history. But no, he said it so she couldn't figure out that she was being programmed. Some of the actions you've begun have already began to show budding results, continued Anika. Like the Donald Trump innocent, she said, smiling. Since you, smartly, added a time-release element, it will take a while for the full plan to unravel. But already I'm finding a couple cool results. Due to some alternative type of prodding by members of Congress, the Israeli military has proposed a peace offering of reducing their military budget, specifically the Palestinian Relations Department, by over 50%. Also, already, as of today, there are new bills in the works for health care and immigration reform, so cheers to that. She held up her glass to him. They clinked. Nat was enthralled with Anika's great work. 
It was both erotic and inspiring to see another person, especially a woman, so in tune with his own values, goals, and beliefs. Before, she was just an innocent, passing neighbor. They'd have a trivial conversation about the building or maybe share a recipe. And then just recently she'd become a sexual exploit. But now, to see her satisfying his need for intellectual stimulation made her all the more attractive. With a professional gaze, determined and serious, she continued. I also took the liberty of beginning an expedited process to incorporate CPM Unlimited, the engineering and design firm business, although I changed the overall business category to investment firm. This will allow those upcoming art transactions you set in motion to be carried out smoother and more conspicuously. Finally, I hired a contractor and decorator to begin a rush job for the development of your new offices above where Manns and McMichael used to be. Nat was floored. Anika looked proud of her work but also driven to please Nat and awaited his approval. That's fabulous work. Thank you, said Nat. Give me a hug. I'm so happy you're on board, he said as he pulled her in tight. Me too, said Anika her eyes a little glassy from the feeling of accomplishment and from Nat's approval. Now, why don't you go get washed up? I'm gonna finish up dinner. Besides, I think your friend, Misha, may need some assistance in the bathroom. She said with the faintest smile. Nat finished his glass of wine and put it on the table. As he was about to stand up, Anika grabbed him on the shoulder and said, But don't forget, I have my needs too. She looked at him with a seductive smile. Nat smiled back. Leaning in, she whispered in his ear, You know, there's places inside of me you haven't explored yet. Deep, dark, and narrow places. She stuck her tongue inside his ear and then bit lightly on his ear lobe. Nat instantly became erect and tingles went down his spine, imagining just what those mysterious, dark place might be like, and whether he might travel down that eerie canal later this evening. Chapter 18 as expected, when Nat reached the bathroom door, the handle was unlocked. He could hear the shower running inside. He opened the door, and the bathroom was filled with steam. The slightly translucent shower curtain revealed Misha's shapely form, her ass jetting out behind her, her large, dense, but perky breasts poking out in front of her. He took off his clothes quietly, until he was wearing nothing but his birthday suit. Maintaining only a semi-erection, he pulled back the curtain quietly and stepped in. Miraculously, she didn't hear him come in and she stood facing the wall, the water running over her thick black hair, down her back and gliding over her rotund, beautiful brown bubble butt. He stepped up to her, slowly, and then simultaneously pressed his crotch against her ass as he reached around to grab her luscious tits. She startled a little, but then relaxed into his embrace arching her back to push her breasts into his hands as she also pressed her ass back against his slowly hardening dick. You're cold, she said, reaching her arms overhead to grab him on the back of the neck. Here, turn around and get under the water. She positioned him under the faucet and moved her hand down to play with his cock. Her face looked beautiful, slicked with water, her hair tightly pushed back. With such familiarity, her big, brown eyes gleamed cheerfully. Her wet hand squeezed gingerly against his dick. Nat picked up one of her large breasts and kissed on it, sucking gently on the nipple and kissing around the areola as he squeezed the breast gently with his hand. How is your shower going? 
he said. Better now that you're here, said Misha tenderly. I thought about you while I played with myself earlier, and I got really wet and excited. Oh yeah? he whispered. Did you have a little orgasm for me? Maybe, she said bashfully. His cock was pretty much fully hard at this point. Misha grabbed it and lifted her leg a little so she could straddle him. It was long enough that it passed almost all the way under her torso with the head poking out near her asshole. She looked up him with a sultry stare as she rocked slightly back and forth, her pussy lips settling to either side of his shaft while her clit pressed down against the top. She went slow enough that he could feel the way her clit was traveling over the veins of his hard dick. Her breathing got shorter and louder. Nat grabbed both tits and alternated sticking the two, squishy balls into his mouth. Misha leaned her head against his chest as she pressed down harder against his dick. She reached around with her hand to grab the head of his cock as it poked out her backside. Ooh, you're hard. Wet meat feels so good, Nat. She moaned. I need you, baby. Nat put his finger under her chin and lifted her head up so he could give her a deep, wet kiss. He grabbed both hands on her voluptuous ass and squeezed her butt cheeks. Put your arms around my neck, he said. She did as she was told. And then, partially remembering the attributes he'd given himself, but partially just trusting his own instincts, he picked her up using the bottom of her sit bones and, all of a sudden, she was hanging on his neck, her breasts pressed against his chest, her legs wrapped around his back. The water ran over both of them, but Nat's grip was strong and he felt totally in control. Oh baby, you're so strong! Please take me now, cried Misha. Nat positioned his cock head against her pussy and slowly released her weight downwards so that the cock slid directly up her passageway. She moaned louder. Oh my god, she said, as if she had just eaten the best flan of her life. Nat stopped about three-quarters of the way down his shaft to make sure she was all right, assuming that he would probably be too big for her. All the way down, baby. It's okay. Misha consoled him. Us black girls are bred to take a longer dick. They both chuckled and Nat let her have the full length, and they both stayed there for a minute, enjoying the connectedness, the enveloping warmth. They kissed again passionately and Nat began micro-pumps as she wiggled her hips in different directions so that his cock hit her in different spots. Nat opened his eyes and looked down at her large breasts crammed against his chest, wet and black, like ebony. He began to create larger strokes by lifting her body and then letting her slide down. Yes. Fuck me, Nat, she moaned. Fuck this black girl's pussy. He went faster and harder. I love that cock in me. She continued. I love how you get in deep, baby. Keep fucking me. Slide my pussy down on you. Grab my booty hard and don't let go. Oh. Oh. I'm coming. She squeezed his neck deathly tight and began vibrating, her pussy convulsing. Oh my god, Nat. So fucking good. She leaned up to give him a kiss and their mouths melted together. She continued to work her hips in small movements clenching his dick with her pussy muscles and then releasing. Do you want to hit me from the back? She said softly. Sure, said Nat. But then we have to go get dinner. Anything you want, baby. Nat lifted her off his dick and let her down to the ground. She regained her footing then turned around and put her hands up against the shower wall, 
her ass pushed up into the sky. Nat, I want you to take this pussy hard. No excuses, okay? As you wish, said Nat, and he cocked his hand back to spank her hard on her right butt cheek. Oh, we, cried Misha. Dare you to do it again. Nat brought his hand down even harder against her left butt cheek and she screamed. Take me, Nat, now. He slid his rock-hard dick under her sizable ass and found her opening which was wet with female ooze. Applying pressure, it slipped into her pussy. He took a couple preliminary strokes before plowing in hard and she moaned loudly, clearly in an ecstatic state. All the way in, he pushed his cock, and then out and back again as he stared at her beautiful black skin and her booty as it quaked. She was his lover, she knew him well, she loved his cock. Her pussy accommodated him well. She was chill. She was funny. She was mature and warm. He loved this girl, and he loved tearing up her fuck hole and hearing her moan with joy. She grabbed her own tits and squeezed on them. She reached around to play with his balls as he fucked her. Her pussy was tight around his dick, just the right amount of pressure, and it looked amazing, this interracial contrast with his tan, white cock stretching out her pink hole with the black picture frame. Her asshole stared him right in the face, and he pressed his thumb against it, and she moaned hard, once again. Nat, you naughty boy! Nat slowed down for a minute, putting it in all the way and the pulling it out all the way. Misha found it torturous. Please, Nat, fuck me hard. I want you to come! He couldn't refuse the offer and started slamming into her at full force. He felt himself getting close to orgasm and cried out, I'm gonna come! He pumped faster and faster. Yes, baby, come inside me, she screamed. Please come inside me. He cocked back and unloaded, sending a torrent of come up her black snatch. Oh my God, cried Misha. It's so much. When Nat could feel her vagina was fully cum-filled, he pulled his dick out and kept spewing against her pussy, against her clit, and her asshole, and then all over her fat ass. She spun around and kneeled down to put him in her mouth, and he kept producing cum like some kind of soft-serve machine on overload. The thick semen lined her tongue and lips with frosting and she swallowed down as she pushed his cock down her throat so she could take the rest of his load. Nat didn't even know where he was anymore. He was so lost in the moment he just kept releasing semen and his orgasm kept going. Misha choked a little and he came out of his trance stopping the flood and opening his eyes to see Misha's smiling face. I think I'm in love with you. Nat blurted out. Ah, said Misha, her eyes warm and tender. I love you too, baby. She kissed his cock one more time and then got up, pressing her body against his as she gave him another deep kiss. Nat could taste his semen on her lips and he liked it. They rinsed off one more time and Nat left her alone, to dry off and get dressed. He put on some pajamas in his room and then headed out to see if dinner was ready. Chapter 19 Since Anika still needed a few more minutes, Nat decided to step into his office and pull up the program on a larger screen, although the phone had served him quite well this afternoon. He first did some covering of his tracks by doing a Men in Black style memory wipe of the whole cafe from this afternoon. It allowed the participants from earlier to comfortably adjust back into their normal lifestyle and behavioral modes, although he made two exceptions. With Julia, although it would never cause her any issues with her work or family, 
she would remember this day as a life-altering experience to be treasured, and she would continue to pursue healthy come more style activities, whenever possible. She would write monthly emails to Nathaniel detailing those activities and begging him to visit her. It wasn't that he wanted to torture the girl, he just thought her old life was kind of bitchy and obnoxious and that the world could use a cum whore a lot more than it could use a prissy bitch. And she wouldn't know the difference. Maybe he'd revisit her after a year and give her a new calling. What's a year of whoring in a full lifespan, especially if she's loving every minute of it? Nat also decided to leave the counter girl, Hannah, slightly attracted to him and prone to his verbal commands, as it seemed like she would be nice to have. On call. Say, he was feeling like he didn't have anything fun for the weekend. He could just stop by and suggest that she invite some of her 22-year-old friends out for a night on the town. He provides the limo and some GNTS, and suddenly they're all having some real, genuine fun. That is, until he takes them all back to the hotel room and ties them up to each other with their own panties. Stop daydreaming, Nat. He thought to himself. But it was better, he was beginning to realize, at least when dealing with strangers, to just, kind of, set the wheels in motion for a good experience, and not micromanage every single parameter and foresee every outcome. It really wasn't smart to be putting himself under these naivety spells in order to enjoy everything. That kind of relinquishing of control could lead to mistakes which would lead to very dangerous outcomes when dealing with a program this powerful. In fact, Nat pulled up his own profile and modified his awareness of the program to be, at all times, awed by it, turned on and fulfilled by its benefits, but, simultaneously, a hypervigilant guardian of the program. His commands would always have an unpredictability factor, but not towards the negative, only towards the positive dot he thought more about the other copies of the program out there and asked the help guide if he could lock himself and others from being modified or affected by the program. The program said that he could lock up to ten subjects. So he did so to include himself, his parents, Jennifer, Misha, Anika and left the others blank. He figured, if he was discovered by the other user he would want to protect himself from assassination attempts so he made his skin and organs impervious to damage from weapons or other humans, he had already made himself totally immune from any kind of disease or virus. He applied all these attributes to his other favorite subjects. He also made himself seem very benign and trustworthy to anyone seeking power or leverage. Maybe he could just cloak himself in being a very unlikely candidate to match the blip on the other user's radar of a nearby threat. But if it came to stopping a menacing evil type of master PC user that was gonna take a lot of cunning and guile. He set his brain power to think in a particularly out-of-the-box approach when it came to warfare with a threatening power. Hopefully this would protect him and give him some kind of advantage, but there was no predicting how something like this would go down. That should be enough covering my ass, for now, thought Nat. He moved on to pulling up Misha's profile. He looked under their relationship and it turned out that many of the feelings she had for him were real, not products of commands he'd made. She had a history of dating white men and a special fetish for large dicks. But as far as personality, this just seemed to be a chemical attraction, the kind that can be too difficult to explain in words. Nat was pleased. Of all the cafés in all the world, Nat whispered to himself in his best Humphrey Bogart voice. She walked into mine. He gave her the freedom to choose her next moves in the following week but to help her, 
he removed any anxiety about leaving her teaching position prior to tenure. And she wouldn't feel concerned about finding a new job in NYC. She would have a sense of confidence in that that he would be able to provide her with both financial security, if she stayed with him, but also help her to find a new career or vocation, if she so desired. He increased her intelligence, sophistication, artistic and creative sense, and social morality up to a similar level of his and Anika's, though she had already been pretty smart and cultured to begin with. He made her have a vague awareness of what Nat did with the program, but only the more humanitarian elements, and like Anika, she would never consider that Nat had manipulated her with the program and she would never have thoughts about using the program to harm Nathaniel or anyone else. Although she was pretty perfect sexually, he made her a couple inches taller, removed some of her body fat, gave her tits a little extra, natural support. He made her extremely flexible, completely ambidextrous, 10% more inclined to desire and enjoy punishment and give punishment to other women. Her orgasms would be 10% stronger and could occur during any type of position, including a blowjob or even a hand job. Finally, he made it one of her main duties, once she settled in, to recruit more women for Nat, using social media, web research, back pages, and street hawking. The goal would be to put together a diverse group of women that would both suit Nat's needs, sexually and, at times, emotionally, while also being good candidates and brains and personality to work for Nat's company. She would conduct interviews out of Anika's apartment, and then deliver a portfolio with background reports of the finalists for Nat's approval. Misha would be able to impose the authoritative but trusting demeanor which would let these girls know they may be needed on both a professional level and for other, administrative services, to be determined by the boss. The girls would be hesitant but Misha would ultimately convince them to give it ATRY.AT that moment. Nat heard Anika calling him and Misha for dinner. Quickly, just for good measure, he pulled up his own profile and bumped his cock length up to 11 inches and made the girth 25% wider and his balls 10% larger. He hit enter and felt the tingling in his nether regions and he smiled to himself. Then he shut down his computer and headed into the living room. Chapter 20 20 The table was set beautifully. Each of the three settings had a healthy portion of some kind of Russian beef stew. The aromas were dark and rich, of wine or brandy almost, with a hint of herbs like parsley and perhaps clove. She'd also made some kind of red cabbage salad, and some little dumplings, of that looked to be sitting in hot oil. Misha was sitting at far end of the table and Anika was currently pouring her a glass of dark burgundy wine. Misha saw him and smiled warmly, patting on the chair next to her for him to sit down. Anika looked up and smiled as well. As he approached the table he saw that Misha had put on a teddy that must have belonged to Anika. It was dark purple with black lace trim. Her breasts spilled out of the top. They were a little firmer because of the alterations and she looked lovely. Her hair was nicely brushed and she had on a very light layer of lip gloss. He wouldn't have expected her to look this nice just for a night in, but he wasn't mad at all. Staring at her cleavage forced him to suppress an oncoming erection that would have been gigantic, sticking out of his pajamas. He sat down on Misha's left. She leaned in to give him a kiss on the cheek and hugged him at the shoulders. This looks delicious, said Nat, projecting his voice to Anika who was still tidying up in the kitchen.
Yeah, this is amazing. Misha chimed in. Anika turned around and smiled. Thanks, guys. It's my pleasure to serve Nat and his new or old. She corrected herself. Friend. Come join us, said Misha. I'll take care of that stuff later. Misha rested her hand on Nat's thigh as Anika hurried over to her chair, her breasts bouncing under her shirt as she ran. She took off her apron, revealing her sexy thighs almost fully exposed by her short jeans, and sat down. She then raised up her glass, and the others did the same. Misha cleared her throat. I'll say something. Anika nodded emphatically. Please do. I just want to say, thank you, to Nat for letting me stay here and giving me an opportunity to relax and connect to some quality humans, instead of being stuck on a inane work trip. You both seem lovely and I'm honored to enjoy your company, and to eat this incredible food that Anika made. Thank you. Cheers. They all said in unison, clinking their glasses. As they indulged in the incredible culinary presentation, the conversation went in all kinds of fascinating directions, from the state of the NYC subway and politics, to television, to the writing of Marcel Proust, to the inadequacy of most men in the city, to their long-term ambitions for women's and trans rights. They, all of them, found an incredible amount in common and with the wine and the synchronization of their spirits through storytelling and light debate, they found they were all quite intertwined in a sort of love affair. By the end of the meal, Nat remained somewhat blasé, wanting to see how things unfolded on their own. Misha continued to rub on his thigh and squeeze him when she made a point. She and Anika were clearly becoming smitten. When the meal was finally coming to a close, Misha volunteered to take care of the dishes. She got up to make one trip to the sink. Her ass pressed hard against the silky fabric of her teddy, swishing back and forth with each step dot on her return, Misha said sincerely. Anika, thank you so much for cooking. This was lovely. Then she leaned down, put her hand on Anika's shoulder, and brought her lips against Anika's to deliver a sensual kiss with some tongue. It lasted only a second or two, but they could all feel the aftershock of such a romantic and sensual gesture. As Nat observed them, his cock sprang to attention. The kiss broke and Misha looked over at Nat, smiling mischievously. Why don't I finish up these dishes now? You guys can get comfortable over on the couch. Maybe start up another bottle of wine. Anika and Nat looked at each other and nodded convivially. Actually, I just have to take care of one phone call first, said Nat. Anika, open up that bottle. I'll join you in like ten minutes, or less. I'll just help you with the dishes, Misha, until he gets back, said Anika getting up to grab more plates. It warmed Nat's heart to see his two. Top girls. So simpatico. He ducked away into his office and pulled up Jennifer's number on his phone. He didn't really have a plan but he knew she was still probably infatuated with him and waiting for him to contact her. He didn't want to hurt her feelings so he pressed send on his phone. Hello? Answered Jennifer on the other end of the line. Hey. It's me. Nat said, a cold pragmatism in his tone. Nat, hey. I've been waiting for your call. Nat rolled his eyes to himself. It's funny because, besides her own issues and some minor attitude here and there, Jen had never been some kind of bully or major bitch, but for some reason he'd chosen to target her in that way with the program. He didn't have endless vindictive feelings and yet he felt the need to continue to make her, basically, his slave, 
to humiliate her, to disrupt her existence, and to use her body like his own personal sex doll. I don't want to hear any attitude right now. You can come over my place maybe later this week, but tomorrow we're gonna have some work to do at the office. I want you to wear a slutty, tight dress with no underwear, okay? What? I'll get fired, she said in a hushed and worried tone. Don't worry about that. I have more important stuff for you to do, and your job won't be an issue. I'm making a meeting for you, me, and our boss at 9 a.m. Be there on time and be ready to get worked hard. He hung up the phone, definitely not having expected the conversation to go like that. But he already had two, sweet, loving women in his apartment. He needed a dirty mistress to compliment them. 21 When Nathaniel walked back into the living room of his apartment, he was taken aback by the sight he saw in his kitchen. Misha was still at the sink where he left her, but Anika was now standing close behind her. Misha's teddy was hiked up above her ass and Anika's hand was penetrating her from behind. Misha's eyes were closed as she moaned. Nat felt his dick grow in his pants, once again reminded of the extreme length and girth he had granted himself. His pajamas were soft, so the material was both sensual and also extremely inadequate at concealing his hardness. Nat approached the women, quietly. As he came upon the duo, he reached out his hands to wrap around Anika. She giggled out of surprise, a little bashful about their lesbian exploits. He grabbed her breasts and squished them with his hands, feeling her long nipples become slightly erect under his fingers. She moaned and he kissed her neck, slowly sliding his hands down to the button on her shorts, which he undid slowly. Anika continued to poke Misha underneath her teddy. Pulling Anika's shorts all the way down to the floor, Nat helped her slip her bare feet out of the legs. She was wearing a yellow thong which revealed her juicy, rotund ass. He pulled those panties slowly to the floor, as well. He looked at Anika's hand and could see that it was becoming very wet. Misha's ass glistened as well from where Anika had accidentally spread the juices. Misha had put her own hand down in front to stimulate her clit. Nat placed his erect, pajama-constrained penis up against Anika's ass. Anika moved her ass back against the new member of their party. She pushed her fingers deeper into Misha, who moaned loudly as Anika used two fingers to stimulate Misha's G-spot. She started screaming. Oh, baby! Just like that! Anika reached her other hand around to pull out Misha's breast from the teddy and squeezed it forcefully. Oh my god, said Misha. I'm gonna come. Yes, come for me, baby. Come on my hand, baby. Misha rubbed her clit vehemently. Oh, I'm coming. She began to convulse and Anika squeezed her tight. After the pleasure began to subside, she told Anika that that was the best orgasm she'd ever had. She turned around to give her kiss, surprised to find Nat was there, saddled up against Anika. Hey there, baby, said Misha. You like the show? You guys are very nice together, said Nat. Two of the most beautiful women I've had the pleasure of knowing, I might add. They both swooned. Misha turned around to place her body in front of Nat's where she leaned her head up to give him a wet, post-orgasm smooch. At the same time, her damp crotch pushed up against his fully erect cock, being restrained by his pajama bottoms. What do we have here? said Misha. I know, I felt him trying to stab me with that thing just a minute ago, said Anika with a grin. Well, do you think we should maybe let it out of its cage? 
Just for a little? Asked Misha facetiously. I like where your head is at, said Anika. They both pulled down on his waistband, staring affectionately as his eleven-inch cock sprang out from the abyss. It really hasn't been fair for this little guy tonight, said Misha. I mean he's been watching two sexy ladies parade about since dinner, and he's locked up in the dark with no friends or games or toys. I think our little boy deserves to play with his friends. Don't you, Anika? Anika nodded seductively. I would agree with that, except that's it's not very little. It's actually quite massive. The girls giggled in agreement. Nat, Anika continued. Do you agree that we should give this guy, this magnificent throbbing guy, some attention? Nat didn't respond verbally. Instead, he lovingly grabbed the back of both of their heads and slowly pushed them down to the ground. Once they were both kneeling at his waist, they knew exactly what to do, sticking their tongues out to begin the process of giving him oral pleasure. On one side, he had the Eastern European-looking Anika with her sharp features, slightly sunken cheeks, her tits still gathered up inside the silk-blue shirt. On the other side was Misha with her luscious lips, her chocolate skin, her coarse hair and her large fatty tits showing though the teddy. In the middle was Nat's massive rod. The girls determinately went about licking and slobbering on his cock, until Anika positioned herself in front to take the lead, allowing the head of his cock to enter her mouth. Their faces were both so serious you might think they were ironing out legal documents, but the pleasure and hotness of the experience was almost hard to endure. Anika pushed her face down on the cock, slowly making her way further and further towards Nat's body. Misha moved to his balls. Anika made her way almost all the way down his pole and then started pumping, up and down, until she gagged a little and then sat back to recompose herself. Misha stroked his cock forcefully in the interim. In a raspy voice she whispered to Anika, Do you mind if I take a turn? Anika nodded and Misha moved around in front, looking up sexily at Nat before diving in. Seeing her sit a little idle, Nat piped in. Anika play with yourself for me while Misha deep throats my cock. Misha immediately took the cue to work on making her way down his shaft, while Anika leaned back against the lower cabinets. She took off her shirt, letting her perky tits and long, hard nipples bounce into view and then she spread her legs to reveal her wet pussy. She pushed her hand down and moved her fingers slowly around her pubis area and then in and around the outer lips and then the inner lips. She moved her fingers in and out of the vagina and then up to her clit, which she started to rub in a circular motion. Misha was now slamming her face down his huge cock and Nat held his hand around the back of her head to assist. After a few minutes of her pumping his cock, he made a sustained push against the back of her head, with her face all the way in so that her lips were pressed against his pubes. He made her sit there with his cock practically down to her sternum until she was gasping for air. Then he held her a little longer before releasing her. She came. Back to the surface. With a smile on her face. You're the devil. She said, spitting out a huge lob of thick saliva back onto his cock. Anika smiled at their cute repartee. Nat wasn't sure what to ask of these sex-craved ladies next, but he knew he was tired of standing in the kitchen. At the same time, Anika looked so good, naked on the floor, and she was so ready for something to happen. Anika, said Nat, do you think Misha would mind if I gave you a little taste of my sperm, since you've been waiting so patiently? Call it an amuse-bouche. 
They both laughed of his use of the fancy culinary word. I don't know, said Anika. Would that be okay with you, Misha? Of course, said Misha. I know there's plenty more to go around. Nat was pleased at both the level of understanding he had created about his sexual availability, and also the girl's unfailing love for his secretions. Misha, he said as he walked closer to Anika, who was still naked on the ground. Come over here and stroke me off to completion onto Anika's body. Anika, you keep playing with your pussy and rub on your tits and your long nipples. The girls both performed their commands with fervor. Misha's black hand stroked strongly and quickly up and down his length. Anika rubbed her pussy vigorously, looking right into his eyes as she did so. She used her other hand to pinch and twist her nipples, and she moaned as the pleasure became greater. She stared at his cock being stroked by Misha's experienced hand, her tits bouncing around in the teddy that actually once belonged to Anika. Misha, make him come on my body, said Anika. Make this little Russian bitch get covered with Nat's cum. She rubbed her pussy faster and faster. Misha stroked harder and harder. Anika jammed three fingers into her pussy hole, pushing them in and out several times before she returned to her clit. Nat! Please, baby! Shoot it on me! I'm yours to do what you want with! Please use me! Nat could tell Anika was getting close. He screamed out that he was close too. Misha spit several times onto his cock and spread the spit up and down, before she grabbed the shaft again and started to do long strokes with a twist at the end as she massaged the head of his cock, each time. Nat felt ready to explode and he guided Misha's arm down a little so his cock was aiming right at Anika's tits. Then he released. The cum shot hard against Anika's tits, bouncing in different directions, on the floor, against Anika's chin and thighs. Misha began directing the cum for Nat, pushing his cock down to shoot against Anika's vagina, then up to get the cum on her face. Anika kept rubbing herself until she, as well, erupted into an orgasm, her body shaking as she took her hands away to slather the cum that had collected all over her body. She brought a big gob up to taste it. Nat stopped his cock from ejaculating and Misha kept stroking, making sure that he was truly finished. Nat lightly removed her hand and gave Misha a nod. That was nice, said Nat, but I'm still hungry. He paused then resumed his leadership role. Let's say we move on to the appetizer course. Anika, go rinse off in the shower. Misha, you come with me to the bedroom. The girls followed their orders. Nat led Misha into the bedroom, his cock still rock solid, his sex drive still in full form. Twenty-two foregoing the foreplay, Nat jumped on the bed, lying on his back, his cock standing straight up and told Misha. I want you to ride me now. Gladly, Misha said with a huge grin. She teared off her teddy and jumped on top of him, lowering her wet snatch onto his large member. He watched her beautiful face come into sharp focus as her large breasts hung down against his chest. The two lovers locked eyes and mutually shared the feeling of her taking his full length into her love canal. He was in heaven. He reached around to hold her gorgeous ass as he helped pump the rest of his dick into her pussy. They sat together like that and just appreciated each other. There was really nothing like being filled by a good dick and nothing like having your fuck stick consumed by a nice, warm cunt.at that moment. Anika entered the room wearing a white robe. 
Her hair was wet, having been lightly dried. For a minute she just stood there, a little unsure of what to do, where to go. Misha propped herself up, still wiggling around on Nat's cock which seemed to almost sink deeper into her cunt. She stared at Anika for a minute, biting her lip as she enveloped Nathaniel's manhood. Anika put her hand to her neck, a bit awkward, but extremely turned on by the scene. Misha put her hand out towards Anika. Here, baby, come sit behind me. I want to feel your warmth. Anika tentatively took off her robe as she made her way onto the bed. Misha continued to move her hips so that Nat could feel the slimy walls of her pussy gyrating, slowly against his cock. Anika got up on the bed in a kneeling position, straddled over Nat's shins. She pressed her tits lightly against Misha's back, her crotch lightly pressed against Misha's ass. Misha grabbed Anika's arms and brought her hands around her to rest against her tits. Then she began to lift her pussy on Nat's cock. She came about halfway up and then slid back down, moaning deeply. Anika continued to knead at Misha's breasts as she rubbed her pussy against Misha's spongy, brown ass. She then took one hand and reached around behind her to find Nat's large ball sack which she began to play with. Misha sat up and down faster and her tits flapped, up and down, as well. Misha's pussy was perfectly tight and yet super wet. Nat loved her and loved having sex with her. He grabbed her back to pull her down, flush, against his chest and started pounding into her at a rapid-fire rate. At the same time, Anika's face and tits came into view as she stroked her hands up and down Misha's back, looking fondly at Nat, patiently waiting her turn. Anika took this opportunity to explore Misha's asshole. Making her index and middle fingers into a V-shape, she stretched them on either side of Nat's cock, squeezing them together to provide a second layer of friction by which he would pump against. The tops of her fingers pushed up against Misha's pussy lips and every once in a while she'd hook her middle finger around to fondle Misha's clitoris. Once there were a sufficient amount of Misha's juices built up on Anika's fingers, she moved them in between Misha's butt cheeks and started caressing her dark asshole. She then put one finger in, and then two, and then started pumping her fingers in and out. Misha groaned at the double sensation of a man's cock in her pussy and a woman's hands inside her asshole. She picked her head up the kiss Nat with a passion she had not felt before, a feeling of being completely sandwiched, physically and emotionally, between two caring, loving and carnally sexual partners. Anika was having fun being a naughty girl, her fingers crammed inside a dirty place. Her two fingers were a stretch for Misha, and she clearly had not had much experience in that area. This excited Anika, partly because she felt superior— but also because there was a teachable moment, here, as soon as the time was right. In the meantime, she thought she'd keep being dirty. She leaned her face down to the underside of Misha's butt, where she found Nat's cock still entering Misha's pussy. She stuck her tongue out against the intersection of the two sex organs. Nat moaned at the sensation of another girl's tongue against his rod. Misha also moaned as Anika stimulated her perineum. Anika, raked her tongue slowly upwards from Misha's pussy, up along her taint until she found her little brown asshole and then she just dove in, flicking her tongue against the outer rim, and then inching it into Misha's tight opening. Misha arched her back at the invasion. She's got her tongue in my ass! Nat reached up and spread Misha's ass cheeks for Anika to have better access. I'm jealous, he whispered to Misha, 
Anika continued to be the wily third wheel as she used her hands to wrench Nat's cock from out of Misha's pussy. Fuck my mouth, now, she said to Nat. Nat complied, gently rolling Misha off of him to get a little air. Anika moved her head into position to take the place of Misha's pussy. Misha tenderly licked on Nat's nipples as she watched the new scene unfold. He lined his hard cock up with Anika's mouth and then used his hands to pull her face down. She opened up her throat to brace herself for impact. As he slid into her mouth she could taste the briny flavor of Misha's pussy all over his dick. She loved it and used her tongue to slosh the juices around in her mouth. Once his dick was wet enough from her mouth, he pulled down hard on Anika and she took his dick deep like a pro. It was amazing to see a woman so comfortable with such a challenging sex act. Nat could be his unadulterated sex-driven self, and she liked him, all the more, for it. He pumped her face and watched as her eyes started to tear up but she didn't ask to stop. Sitting her on her knees, her ass was wiggling up in the air, behind her, and he felt like his dick should be inside of this girl's body, not just her face. After one final pump, he slowly eased himself out of her throat. A as she caught her breath, Nat told Anika to sit on top of him and ride him, just like Misha did. She kissed up and down his cock and shook her head. What? said Nat. You don't want to fuck me? I do, Nat, said Anika. I just had something else in mind. Oh yeah? What's that? asked Nat inquisitively. Misha, I don't know if you're aware of this but I'm pretty sure Nat has never fucked a girl in the ass before. Misha turned to him, shocked. Is that true? Nat shrugged and nodded his head, excited by the new topic of conversation. Anika continued. I think, since I'm the oldest here, I should be the one to take his cherry. But Misha, I think you, as well, need to get a nice cock in your butt, because it seems quite tiny. Misha laughed. Okay, Anika, whatever you say. Nat, are you ready? asked Anika Dot. Bring it on, said Nat. Okay. Get off the bed, Anika said to Nat. He complied, loving how she was taking the reins. Misha, sit your pretty ass up against the headboard. Misha did as she was told. Now spread your legs wide. Misha exposed her pink, wet pussy as she spread her legs. Then Anika scooted up to her gave her a long kiss and then spun around so that she was sitting in her lap, her ass against Misha's raw, pink panani. Anika slumped down so that her head was resting on Misha's belly, and then she brought her legs up in the air. Hold my legs up so that Nat can enter my ass. Misha grabbed Anika's legs by the ankles and suddenly the whole positioning had been accomplished. Anika's asshole pointed up in the sky, her pussy on display as well, and she stared at Nat nodding for him to assume the position. She rubbed her extremely wet pussy, pushing her juices down towards her asshole to prepare for his large, hard dick. Come take me, Nat. Your Russian neighbor wants you to fill her ass with your cock. Nat felt like he was an anointed prophet, given the most luxurious of gifts for doing mostly nothing. All he knew was that he had a ginormous cock and it made people, particularly women, very happy. He got back on the bed and pointed his plump-sized cock head right at Anika's asshole. Misha and Anika stared in giddy excitement. Misha donated a couple last strands of saliva, but, at the last minute, just to be safe, Nat grabbed some lube from out of the bedside table and squirted some on his hand. 
He rubbed some around Anika's asshole and then onto his cock. Then he placed the head of his cock against her opening, and she looked at him invitingly. It's all yours, baby, said Anika. My ass is her for you, my master. Nat doubled back on that statement. She continued, I'm your whore, your worker, you wife. Whatever you want me to be. She said all this, dead serious. For now, she continued, I just wanted you to destroy my ass with that huge cock of yours. It will hurt me, it may be uncomfortable, but I just want to see your face when you enter your first back door. I want you to push it hard into me and make me clench my teeth. Could you, Nat, please? Nat decided to take things one step at a time. He first slid his cock into her pussy just to warm himself up. With Anika's legs locked in with her elbows, Misha rubbed on Anika's large, soft breasts, pinching her nipples and kissing and cooing behind her ears. Anika braced her pussy to receive Nat's large cock, loving that he was using her, fully, to his desire. He slid in, and then out, spreading her vaginal passageway. He worked his dick in harder, watching her receive him like a pro. And then, after they were both worked up, he took out his cock, damp with the juices of Anika, and lined it up in front of her tiny asshole. The feat, at hand, seemed nearly impossible, but Anika seemed determined to make it work. He started to push against her opening, and nothing seemed to be happening. I don't really know if this is gonna work, said Nat Anika laughed as if she was an old sage. You just have to push it in hard, and my ass will accept you. Nat chuckled then recomposed himself, taking a moment of pause before getting back on the horse. He pushed his cock forward like he was plowing a field or pushing a car, and with a squishing sound, the big head popped inside of Anika. She screamed. She'd had anal sex before but never with a cock anywhere close to this size. She loved having such a direct view of his thick, veinous shaft, stretching her hole. And she could also feel the big cock head inside her that was expanding her bowels already. Oh baby, she whispered, you're the biggest I've had. She grabbed his muscular arms and pulled him towards her, urging him to drive his cock further into her ass. I want all of you. Hurt me, please, she yelled. Nat threw caution to the wind and began to plunge his dick into her asshole. She gave a guttural moan. You like that long dick inside of you? He said. Yes, baby. Yes. It's in my ass. You're doing me anal, baby. I love it. Nat started to put his body weight into his thrusts, watching as Anika's breasts shook each time he plummeted inside her. Misha stared at him, excited for him, slightly mesmerized by the point of penetration. She cared about Anika now and found her sexually arousing. She also cared about Anika and Nat's relationship and was excited to be a part of it. She thought they each brought something wonderful to the table. They were all getting fulfilled in several ways, to their own preference and specifically Nat seemed pleased, which made her happy. Without it being touched, she could feel her pussy was dripping watching Anika being reamed in the ass. Nat could see Misha was a little left out, so he got ready to come again. He pumped long strokes watching Anika writhe in a mixture of pain and pleasure. Her ass was extremely tight compared to a cunt. The pressure it put on his dick and the naughty factor of doing someone the wrong way made him really turn on. I'm gonna come soon he said as he slammed his balls against her ass cheeks, his dick hitting her hard on her female prostate. 
Anika rubbed her pussy as she continued to watch him destroy her ass. Yes, Nat, she moaned. This ass is for you. You control me, baby. Fill it with your sperm. Make me your whore, baby. Please. Nat could feel his ball tightening, getting ready to spew. He pumped a couple more times into her and then unloaded his cum, shooting it deep into her ass. It quickly filled out her ass canal and started spilling out the sides. He pulled his dick out and started shooting cum on her tits and face as he stroked himself. Then, he stuck his hard cock back inside of Anika's cum-filled ass and pushed in and out slowly. Anika's eyes were closed, but as Nat slowed down she grabbed for him to kiss him and hold him as he remained hard inside her asshole. Nat wasn't done. He instructed Anika to flip over and stick her ass up in the air. Then he told Misha to do the same so that they were side by side, Misha on the right, Anika on the left, both on their hands and knees. Now play with your little pussies until daddy is ready for you, Nat said. They did what he asked of them. And as their heads were practically touching they began to join in a mutual rhythm, their noises escalating in volume. Nat wanted to take Misha's pussy first, so that's what he did. Trying not to give himself away he lined up a few inches back and then just drove straight forward, his cock sliding up her cunt, his cum from his previous load now lubricating his entrance into Misha. She gasped in shock and ecstasy. Nat pushed it into her and played with Anika's ass to his right. Then he grabbed Misha's hips and start catapulting his cock deep into her with a brutal force. That's right, Nat, Misha grunted. Take me hard. Use my pussy, baby. Nat then pulled out, shifted over and pushed himself into Anika's pussy, pumping in and out with similar force. She moaned in ecstasy, pushing her face into the bed and putting her hands behind her to spread her ass cheeks. He then pulled out and stuck it back into Anika's cum-filled ass. It slid in easier than before but it was still tight and it looked amazing how her hole was being stretched so wide. Finally, he pulled out of Anika and went back to Misha to perform his final trick, lining up against Misha's asshole. Oh no, Nat, no. Misha whined. It's gonna hurt me too much. Nat waited, rubbing the wet tip of his dick around her opening. She began to feel slightly tormented and blurted out. Okay, you can do it if you want. I want it now, I swear. Nat took her indecision on the matter to mean it was up for him to decide. He decided to go for it. He slowly pushed into her secret place and she yelped. She turned her head around to look at him and she was clearly both terrified and extremely excited. He pushed harder and the monster dick slid in further. Misha rubbed hard on her clitoris as he sunk himself further into her ass. She never took her eyes off of his face, as if this was a romantic moment on a starry night. Seeing the two girls in ready position like this was quite a turn-on, but he felt it was too disconnected. He told them to relax on the bed, that they should pleasure each other, orally, in sixty-nine position until they both reached orgasm. Misha cleared her throat and then spun around on her knees so that she was facing him. That sounds lovely, Nat. But can I first suck some of myself off of you? Nat nodded with a smile. Sure, be my guest. You realize I was just inside your ass, right? Misha nodded. I would do anything to turn you on, Nat. She got down low in front of him and started kissing and sucking on his balls and shaft, and then took him into her warm, loving mouth.
Anika came over to Misha's side and started kissing on her neck as she moved her hands downwards, one towards Misha's pussy and the other towards her ass. Misha slowly sucked on Nat's cock, cleaning off all the grime that may have collected on Nat's cock after being in two different girls' assholes. Then she took him deeper into her mouth. Anika rubbed both of Misha's holes in sensual circles. Misha tried to ignore the overwhelming pleasure Anika was creating with her hands, practically being dissected by a woman that seemed to know her as well as she knew herself. But she continued to focus on Nat's dick. Truth be told, it was hard for Nat to enjoy this blowjob when he saw the mounting chemistry going on between these two women. He slowly removed his dick from her mouth, rubbing her cheek and leaning forward to give her a kiss on her spit-covered lips. He then looked at Anika who slowed down her fingering of Misha to pout a little. Nat leaned over to Anika and gave her a kiss on the lips, as well. Then, without him even asking again, the girls knew what he wanted. Misha grabbed Anika's arm and guided her back onto the bed. Anika's face rested a couple inches from where Nat was kneeling, with his cock still standing straight out. He decided to let it rest for a little as they performed their duet, and it's slowly shrinking to about half-mast. Anika was looking up towards Nat, but also to the ceiling in kind of a distant, euphoric stare, as if she had found some kind of low-key nirvana. Misha then moved her body around so that her knees were straddled around Anika's breasts, and her face was hovering over Anika's wet pussy. She then began to lower her pussy onto Anika's face. As soon as she was in Anika's tongue's distance, Anika started feasting on Misha. Soon after, Misha released her ass down fully and Anika's nose and mouth were submerged in feminine parts. Misha then focused on her own half of the arrangement. Staring down at Anika's pretty vagina she decided to tease her a little, kissing around Anika's thighs, licking and kissing around her pubis region, stroking her fingernails up Anika's legs, then licking around the outer lips of Anika's cunt, not touching the clit. She toyed with Anika in this way for almost five minutes until Anika was basically thrusting her clit towards Misha's mouth, begging to be touched. Then, she dove in, giving Anika everything she had wanted. Immediately, Anika swelled into a massive orgasm. Her pussy squirted juices onto Misha's face, and she reciprocally began to go harder on Misha's pussy, lashing her tongue in every direction, putting her fingers up Misha's ass and pussy, stimulating her G-spot. Misha began to moan and quiver before erupting into her own orgasm, which caused liquids to ooze out onto Anika's face. They kept going and began to experience multiple orgasms as they bucked and tossed about. The sound of smacking and sucking was as loud as a litter of pigs nursing at their mother's teats. Nat couldn't help getting hard again, watching them so enthralled in carnal passion. He stroked his long dick as he watched them, almost wishing he could have a vagina just to feel the layers and magnitude of pleasure that a woman could feel, actually, that would be entirely feasible with the program. Dot as they were rounding their third or fourth orgasm, Nat got the teensiest bit impatient and decided to join in again. He moved his body as low as possible so that his dick was on the level of Anika's face. Without giving much warning he stuffed his dick in between Anika's mouth and Misha's pussy and they quickly integrated it into their motions. Anika licked up and down his shaft, from below, as she continued to play with Misha's asshole. Misha started rubbing her cunt and clit down against the top of his cock, sliding forwards and back on it. Nat could only endure so much of it before he needed to plunge into Misha's dark hole. 
It took barely any effort besides aiming in the right direction, and before he knew it, he was sliding in and out of a pussy that had just had three or four orgasms. It was slimy and wet, and it fit like a glove. Anika licked on his balls and taint as they passed by her mouth. Misha moaned and panted as the cock filled her up from behind. Nat rested his hands on Misha's beautiful ass, every once and a while guiding her back more forcefully against him, using her hips. Misha continued to suck hard on Anika's pussy and Anika had already had another orgasm since Nat had begun fucking Misha. Um, said Anika. I was hoping, Nat, that you might be able to shoot some cum into Misha's pussy so that I can eat it out. Just to be playful, Nat decided to make her work for it. He brought his hand down and smacked Anika with a little bit of force across the face. Are you telling me what to do, Anika? I just thought you'd like it and I want more of your cum. I didn't mean to overstep, said Anika in a worried tone. You want my cum to come out of this girl's cunt you just met today? said Nat. You must really love my cum. I do, Nat. I want it all the time. Do you want to swallow my cock first? Yes, Nat. Please give it to me. I'll do a good job. Nat aimed the tip of his cock towards the back of her throat and pushed down. It slid slowly but surely down her gullet. He pumped himself all the way down her throat as he grunted. This is what happens to girls that are too needy. Anika whimpered through the cock in her mouth. Misha, said Nat, continuing his rampage. Why don't you get a little rough with her pussy for me? See what this girl can endure. Misha played along. She started squeezing on Anika's clit and her pussy lips and then pinching hard on Anika's sensitive inner thighs. She also experimented with putting more and more fingers into finally, Nat pulled out of Anika's mouth and decided he'd take one more ride up Misha's butt before complying with Anika's request. Anika, as you watch me fuck Misha in the ass, I want you to have a growing jealousy of her and wish it was yours. You will be more and more sexually turned on with each thrust, and you won't be able to climax until you can taste my cum dripping out of Misha's pussy crack. Then you will have the strongest orgasm of your life. Nad then immediately picked his body up and hunched over Misha like a dog on his hind legs. He aimed and pushed into Misha. She stopped licking Anika's cunt and just put her head against the bed to brace against the pressure. Nat moved himself in and out of her asshole, his dick slightly wet from Anika's throat, but also kind of on the dry side which made a new set of sensations. Anika felt just what Nat had. Predicted. A sense of jealousy and envy. The dick in Misha's ass looked even more sexy than before, so vivid, so perfect. Her genitals began to light on fire, and she started to move her hands down to caress herself, but Nat swiped her hands back. Keep your hands on my ankles while I fuck Misha. I want you to suffer. Understood? I understand, master, she said, gripping his ankles devotedly. Nat was still so turned on after all these rounds of sex. Misha's skin was so dark and slick, her ass was so perfectly bubbly and her waist so thick. The sounds she made when he fucked her were enchanting and erotic. Her tits were so fucking perfect, and they were his to grab and knead and slap around. His dick was so big, and it stretched these girls out so proper. It was all like a dream. Except the dream had only just begun. Nat pulled out of Misha's ass and slid into Misha's cunt, getting it nice and wet with long, deep pulses. 
I bet you really want to come now, don't you, Anika? said Nat. Yes, Nat. I'm freaking out. You're turning me on so much, I need to have you come. Because you love my dick so much? I love you, Nat. I want you. Anything from you. Misha piped and sang she wanted to come, too. Nat started pumping faster. His dick started to convulse again, and he yelled out. I'm coming. He shot hard into Misha's pussy cavern. She immediately started coming when she felt his warm liquid hit her. He continued to pump the cum into her as he drove his rod in and out. He hunched over and embraced her, grabbing her breasts hard and continued to slam his dick into her. The cum continued to pour out. Misha was coming too and her fluids were a little thinner but they mixed with gnats and started to seep out onto Anika's face. Nat noticed this and decided to give her a whole torrent, pulling his cock out of Misha. It spilled out in droves onto Anika's face, her arms still faithfully gripping onto Nat's legs. Then Nat pushed Misha's pussy down onto Anika's face so she could suck out all the remaining fluids. He stepped back and watched as Anika suddenly erupted into orgasm, screaming at the top of her lungs as her hips bucked up and down. Her hands braced herself against the bed as she released a whole projectile squirt of female cum that shot at the pillow. Misha pressed her face down to receive the next squirt, which came out like a super soaker's fire into Misha's mouth. Misha swallowed it and then collapsed on top of Anika's body. As their orgasms both began to subside, Misha rolled off of Anika, putting her head by the pillow. Anika did the same but they left space in the middle, motioning for Nat to come join them. He finally let his dick get soft as he slid in between the two girls and they kissed and made out and spooned each other, the girls a little slippery from all the fluids that had been released on them. Nat truly felt loved. He felt taken care of. He felt more or less safe. And he definitely felt satisfied, sexually. With one arm outstretched he hit the light switch, and they all sunk into a deep slumber. Anika's pussy until she reached five fingers. Anika bucked her hips and continued to grumble through the dick in her throat. Continued Part 3